Episode 227 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we're still live on location as we were last week. If you listened all the way through to the end of the episode, you got a hint of where we were going. We said we were going back to the brewery we've been to the most. And for a fourth time, we are here live at Abjuration, coming out of the McKee's Rocks area. Boy, oh boy, we are joined once again by Tom and Dave. It's been way too long. Welcome back, gentlemen. <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah. We also have uh, Adam. My oh, yeah. I'm here, too. He's always here. Yeah. And I'm Steve, as you should know, if you've listened to the show <laughs> at any length at all. Hey. Well, but you never know. We could have new listeners. Well, now they know. Now they know. Now everybody is up to date. Yeah. We are back at Abjuration, the fourth time, and we're going to be talking a lot about their fourth anniversary, which is coming up at the end of November. Yes. Yes. And all the changes. <laughs> Mind blowing, really. Yeah. Yes. Mind blowing. I mean, you guys have seen us all the way. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not a there's not a level of what we've been up to that you haven't been literally at, like, you know, on the beachhead. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? We D dated it. We went <laughs> forward. You know, got some good kills. You know what I mean? Uh, we started off with a hard struggle. You know what I mean? We, it, was, uh, it wasn't all the Primrose path, you know? And uh, it's, it's so now towards what I consider to be the, the real finish of the beginning. Which is really interesting. You have established the beachhead. Yep. Yeah. Now it's time Sorry. to go inland. Well, and we, you know, POC, the proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we thought we could do it. And our friends were there with us. And, you know, a lot of them were like, you know, whether they wanted to be involved and what, how, how levels they wanted to be involved in. And did we have what we considered the spirit to do it? This isn't like, it's more like me and a, a musician more and more i think than your third album your you know what, what did you do on tour last time that then i thought it was going to be and that that's that's a really a real shocker is like what are you up to now and are you still current are you relevant you know uh, the the line that i'm rapping now to just be relevant mm. you know the idea well, you know? I, I believe yeah. the phrase is you have your entire life to write your first album but you've got a year to write your second there was some <laughs> uh, there's some work being done here actually yeah. <laughs> which is now the the second story of abjuration is that it's not just Dave and I anymore. Mm-hmm. And there was a great, even though uh, John just went into the back to tell somebody what's yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the heart of abjuration was started really when John came to us at a uh, Pittsburgh uh, Guild Festival, mm-hmm. and he was like, hey, I'd really like to make beer with you. And uh, that was the first time Dave and I talked to anybody that wasn't you know somebody we knew for 20 years. Right. And uh, that willingness to allow people into our collaborative efforts has only expanded so much more as we went through the toughest times possible. Yeah, and we'll get we'll get into all of that and more. I mean, you know, we can go back into a little bit of the history of the last time we we're here, and you know what's happened since then. But one of the things that's definitely happened since then is that you've still been brewing beer. Don't ever get twisted on that. <laughs> right? Beer every still week. happens every week, and we have a brand new one. Because there's always seems to be a new one here. <laughs> if there isn't, I'm dead. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's in a hospital somewhere. Because yeah. you know I mean? otherwise, we, we now, we, we're always going to put out two beers a week, if not three beers a week. Uh, if, if there's a week where we don't do one, it's because we had something special happen. Like, we both went on vacation for the summer. You yeah. know, like, like, we take one week off a year and we can feel it. You know, it, it hurts us. You know? Well, 
Well, why don't you just take the time to introduce the one that we're drinking now? Oh, man, I'm really happy about this beer. Uh, we never get to go back and do these styles of the, the IPAs uh, too much. And uh, I think everybody wants to talk about the new, 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 new. But it's always good to go back and, like, really prove of concept the old, you know. And so uh, this is our West Coast Series. Dave can talk about it. I was waiting for it because he does this to me in every <laughs> podcast. He does this weird, like, let Dave start talking out of nowhere. Hot <laughs> there it was. There it was, guys. There it was. It's I a handoff. called it out beforehand. It's not a handoff. It's like I throw the football at you as hard as you can it's and okay. hope he catches it. Um, but, yeah, this, so this is our classic IPA series. It's uh, essentially a West Coast. This one is a little different. This one, in the last time we did it, we used Eclipse Hops, which is an Australian variety, which is, I'm not sure how to describe the flavor, but it's definitely tropical. I don't think everyone in the brew crew here loves it, but I really like it in the West Coast. It almost adds like a peach or a melon characteristic to the beer. Um, and then the other hops are, uh, the other one is a, a blend. It's uh, Sativa. Um, but I think the sativa really gives you the more of the, the classic Cascade Centennial approach to it. And then we always do on this one, we do CO2 extract for the bittering. So a little less loss, and I kind of like the way it like sort of sticks on your tongue. Mm. You really feel that bitterness there. So yeah, and uh, so essentially we, we, we change the hop every time. The one thing that's been sort of consistent, though, is the Columbus CO2 extract on the back end. Otherwise, we kind of change. There's a little bit of the bitterness we play with on it. And then the front end, we kind of change up every time. I don't know. So I want to walk, walk you back just a little bit. You had yep. mentioned CO2. Extract. Extract. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So that, that one's been around for a while. That's just like, it's like toothpaste. All right, then. Like hop sludge, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> they have different hop. distillates yeah. of uh, the various forms of the hop oil that you can get. Ah, you can get like terpenes, okay. which obviously we, we, we can't oh. stop messing with the terpenes. I see that. Right? I see uh, that. Everybody thinks it's weed. It's like, no, no, it's essential hop oils. It's yeah. essentially <laughs> the same way you can extract, though, from like shatter or <laughs> I, if you're into like, you know. Yeah. Dabs, I, kids. I th- <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got dab rig. <laughs> no, I, th- I think what Adam was really uh, angling at, though, was when you say CO2, it sounds like you were gassing the beer in some way. Uh, oh. It, yeah. it's just like, that, that's true. That is a weird, yeah. a yeah. weird thing. Just It's just like CO, or CO2. I said it again. It, <laughs> it, it is called CO2 hop extract. I, I don't know what they do with the CO2 to get that extract, but it's essentially just hop extract. Gotcha. And in okay. this case, his analogy is actually pretty close. It is like a dab. But right. it's with hops. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they've been finding a bunch of different ways to take out what you consider, like, the oils, you know, the, like the little chem part. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to, like, bring it back sciencey for people. Is oils break down under heat. Carbohydrates combine under heat, right? So you have caramelizations under sugars as they go up in heat. And then you have essentially uh, a, dis- a dissolution of oils, though. Right. So when you're seeing these companies now that have figured out ways to actually John would be a, a great reference to this because uh, he was going to do some terpenes for us and we're probably still going to uh, give him a decent setup to play with here pretty shortly. You can pull out these very volatile compounds that are super heat sensitive. And these these corporations have come together with us in, in brewing. And mm-hmm. we now have these new products to play with. And it's there's. It, I, you know, you're, you know, it's 2021. You're like, well, they, they have to be the end of it, but there's even more to play mm. with. Mm. Yeah. I know like, cause most home brewers are aware of whole leaf 
and pellet. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's, then that's my playground. Right, and then I've fucked around with cryo. Mm-hmm. Right now, nice. you're telling us like there's even more of like you know dab slabs, <laughs> hash yeah. bricks, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's, we can get to the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and even in the past year or two, there's been a considerable amount of product change on the hop front. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fun for brewers. Some of the, I mean, I wish we would have played with them all, and we just haven't got there yet. And yeah. that's that's fun. Yeah. So that's fun as a brewer. That's that's the fun stuff there. So, so is that something that that you guys see through? It, other publications do you have like a hot monger come to you and say hey i got this new product it's actually because our team is biggest now it's it's embiggened <laughs> very cromulent word yeah it is thank you the, your the team has embiggened your knowledge <laughs> yeah so uh, almost uh, everybody here homebrews okay. so all the guys yeah. that we've added in the past year they all homebrew and they play with stuff and then we drink it here and try it and just the, the energy of having other people in the room being the 12th man all the time or you know mm-hmm. we we don't we don't Currently, unfortunately, I would even say we don't have any uh, female brewers currently at the staff, but we want to see all the different opinions people have about stuff. So Dave and I are old dudes at this point, and we now have a younger crew by two generations. We have a 25-year-old guy, 26, and then we have a 30-year-old guy, and there's a bunch of other people, and they have different views of where they came in to beer at. Mm-hmm. Like when I came into beer, it was a hellscape. It was the eighties, you know. I was, uh, what, the 70s. It was the eighties. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually started drinking beer in the seventies because I had bad parents. Right. And, so uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was uh, I was I was drunk before I was ten. You know what I mean? So because why? I was thirsty and there was a can there and I drank it. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily even a thing. And then Dave had good parents, so he didn't drink until he was at least probably 13 or 14 or something. <laughs> <laughs> a little later, a little hang, later than that. Hanging out with the umps under the, you know, yeah. under the train trestle. Oh, yeah. You know. mean, so those are our, you know, how we came into alcohol. And then, right. so you now have people, and, they're, and they're, their entry points are really defining what we've done lately. We did a dip hop, which is a different way of essentially processing the hop pellets. In the case of the wet hop, we had a bunch of hops from Dave's house. We put it into the four barrel and incorporated with the war and we got just a, a beautiful flavor out of local hops which i didn't think we could do i'm always a hater on pennsylvania grown hops only because i haven't been shown different and sure. i and i thought really that was a fantastic beer i would have drank that beer no matter who i was as a person yeah. I, I Damn just great. It, was, it was fantastic and it, you know it aged out and it was a wet hop and three weeks in it wasn't where it was before because mm-hmm. you know you have the arc of fresh beer and that's Another one of the reasons why I love that we're still making constantly new beers. You know, we still haven't, you know, we didn't succumb to flag shipping. We didn't, you know, let people bully us into making their favorite beer that their third cousin loved, (laughs) you know? And, uh, I mean, you guys definitely have some beers that rotate in and out pretty regularly and like people enjoy them and you know why would you not do that so like the matchas and the green teas and right the matcha the multi ambers the the ambers always on yeah 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 and thank thank you double vanilla cookies on right now if you're listening on a friday i can't can't promise how long it's going to be there but i know a lot of people love that one as well we had to do that one again because it was just just a slammer oh yeah people just love that one yeah but uh to come back to this classic ipa just for a couple quick remarks from adam and myself yeah I love the fact that it's clear. Mm-hmm. This is definitely what? throwback IPA because you're talking you got into beer when it was a hellscape. wasn't yeah. quite as much as a hellscape for me. <laughs> really. It was the sweet times. Well, it, yeah, the before times. Now nah, it wasn't the sweet times. Now is the sweet times. Everything's yeah. pastry shit oh, everywhere. Oh, I see. Yeah, I got yeah. in when it was, you know, you had bitter hoppy IPAs. Mm-hmm. And this is like a good throwback to that. It's not as overly abrasive. 
but it still has like interesting hop characters. Yep. And yeah. I'd like to know more. Like I'd like to try more beers with that Eclipse yep. and that Sativa. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. Sativa again is <laughs> it's a hop in this case spelled C I T I V A. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> we we didn't notice the difference in that too because that's that's their marketing thing. It's not Sativa with right. A yeah. like the it's stripper. Sativa or whatever. I, I, yeah. I will say the weird one in this mix though is the Eclipse. Mm-hmm. It's the one that's intrigued your palate. It's a weird hop. Yeah. And anytime we. Ex- you know, we run into those type of hops. I was just saying to the guys in the back, we when we run into those type of hops, uh, that that's a really cool thing. Like Sabro, Talus, mm-hmm. uh, HBC 586. They have different profiles than other hops. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if we don't like them, and there's a lot of polarization with some of those hops, even, even within our brew crew, um, but those are the right hops. Those are the ones that start to change the, it just, it's just another tool in your toolbox that you can use to amplify flavors. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eclipse is one of those, but I still am weirdly intrigued by it. But I, so I would say the Sativa is more like a, um, just a base bittering. Yeah. Something some well, that holds it together. It's more right. like a Centennial or a Cascade okay, yeah. type of thing going on. The big punch. Uh, another yeah. Sea Hop. Oh, here we go. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> like, like, the, the Sativa brings the classicness to this. Okay. The Eclipse Can is the one the that's sort of on like that sidecar. It's like, what is the sweetness that's in there a little bit? You know? it, so it's it's the one that brings like that. Because there is like an upfront sweetness and upfront floralness. So that would be the eclipse, and then like everything that's like the hard bitter back end is more just attributed to the sativa. A, okay. a little bit, I would say some of the floralness is probably the sativa on the front end. Okay. I'm so happy we're but talking that middle, so in depth that about middle this beer. Part oh yeah, is, that middle like juiciness meant- is the eclipse. Okay, so we we first started, we were making IPAs that we loved, and you know everything, and now our production methods are where I wish we had been when we started, but I would have to be a higher level character. <laughs> like I was not, I was like a seventh level brewer. Yeah, you hadn't only, unlocked that yet. You know, you know, I, I'd never fought a Tarasque. I didn't know what a dead really looked like. I, I fought a couple ghosts. Like, cool, whatever. Plus one weapons are good, you know. But uh, now I was just mentioning to, earlier to Dave, I have a bunch of our classic IPA styles. I mean, I'm talking because we do things by version here. So mm-hmm. for everybody at home. So when I talk about like a 2.0 or three, four, five. Those are different yeast blends, and I think we should almost go back to zero and start over. I want to see what we can do with our 1.0 yeasts, with our 1.0 hops, with our new production methods. And we essentially have this huge library that we worked on of beers, and now that our production levels are getting even better, and we have more tanks coming. So we actually are not even done with production here, which is mind-blogging still four years in. And... uh, I, I, we, we started off, we had like a 3.373 on our tap. Nobody wants to talk about the U word. But like, uh, I remember bl- uh, posting on Facebook that I was never happier about my life choices because I had 373. <laughs> I put it up and I will, I will put it up when it shows up in my memories again. And I was really happy because Dave and I were home brewing. And I was like, you know what? That's, a, that's almost a 3.5. Everybody drinks my beers. Mm-hmm. I'm only missing out. It's like a B rating. Yeah. And we were, were like really trying super hard. And we've come so far now. Like we're like 4.03. Uh, the customers really care about what we're doing. They get what we're doing. The, the, the cold is real. If you know us, you love us. If you don't, then enjoy all the other people. Mm-hmm. You know, B- Pittsburgh is big enough. You don't have to want to have my style of beer. And if you love someone else's palate, you know, uh, good. 
yeah. you know, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm so into it. I think Pittsburgh is so big for beer that I really, I, I'm, I couldn't be happier with where we decided to make beer in. Like I wouldn't pick another city in the world to make beer in. Pittsburgh is so um, overlooked nationally and thank you. Because everyone who lives here gets to drink the best stuff. <laughs> we, like, we don't have to fight all the outside. And we have such a hater culture about Pittsburgh beer, but you're hating about one percent. Like, I mean, it's it's because we're we're used to being a city of champions, mm-hmm. so our beers should be champions, right? Yeah. And like you're arguing, like, oh, I, I thought this dancing no mirror missed my palate by a, a nuance. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, but Andrew's great and the beer's great. Yeah. You know, we, uh, they're they're opening, they're everybody's expanding. We're doing new things here. Like, I'm really excited for post COVID. Pittsburgh and beer is just better and better. I've been to a bunch of cities now. I went to Richmond and Cincinnati uh, just for like little beer tours. Dave's been to Asheville and a bunch of places. And, and we, we both went to Finger Lakes 10,000 years ago. Pittsburgh, if you don't know what you got here, like I was uh, talking to Pete uh, Par- Parodies. Okay. Uh, he came to uh, a place I was working at last night and we were talking. And, you know, so, you know, we're just talking normal beers. He was having some uh, Samuel Smith's that we had on and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, it was uh, like a normal, it was like a side hustle thing I do. And uh, he had a friend come in. They were going to a show at the Thunderbird. And uh, we were talking about beers and, like, normal traditional distro beers, you know. And it was refreshing to have that conversation again because, like, you know, we're always talking about, like, Who's doing what? Like, like what's mm. what's what's Andy doing at Hitchhiker, and like, what are these people doing? Like, in the moment, like live action, right? You know, and you never get out of that to like really go back to distro beer, and think about like, oh, well, what's going on anyway? I think it's a true testament to what you're saying, Tom. About we we say it a lot, but I don't know. Last time we said it, but we've said it a lot that Pittsburgh has an embarrassment of riches when it comes to beer, and I think it's a true testament to what you guys are doing in the fact that. You're, we're now four years into your journey that you guys have continued on serving, staying open, and expanding all through all that time. You know, just the same as Hitchhiker is still open and expanding, Grist House is open and expanding, Dancing Gnome open and expanding. Everybody has those levels, and sure, everybody's expanding at different rates, but you guys still are as well. So that proves that you have your audience, you have your loyal drinkers, you have people that love your beer. It there, makes you it makes you really like get emotional. Yeah, like yeah. Dave can talk about this too. Yeah, like, yeah. and pe- and people are choosing your beer over you know that distro stuff mm-hmm. that comes in from outside. <laughs> and, and I love good distro beer. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've been on my porch before. I've had a beer. Yeah, I, I still. I, hey, there's <laughs> still. I mean, I, I mean, that's super vibey, but it, dude, it hasn't been. You know, I want to be super positive and shortcut, but it has not been easy for us. You know, it's been it's been a, it's been a fight here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've we've turned a corner. I, I think, you know, I, the first couple of years were rough here, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it was like you know? it was like a winter in Game of Thrones rough here, actually. Like, yeah, you know, I you, mean, you see all these yeah. other breweries and they're like, oh, uh, nobody's here. And there's like 100 customers. We have two. We're happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was rough. I mean, there was no, there was there was weeks here where we put up, you know, hundreds of dollars in sales for a week. Yeah. You know, and because we're McKee's Rocks and Pittsburghers will not go to a neighborhood they don't feel safe in and they'll talk shit about I mean, it. A little bit you about I mean? who so. Abjuration is now after four years is like what the customers wanted. Because mm-hmm. we had to drive people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if Fight we, or die. Period. You know, those first couple of years, if we put a normal, we quickly learned if we put a normal beer on, there would be nobody here. And I don't mean like a normal there would be nobody here there would be one table 
all day. Yeah. And that's, you know, so, but then we would do something weird. <laughs> and they would drive people here. And the place would be packed. Right. So from a business standpoint, we would just be like, well, let's do that more often. And over time, we got better and better at doing that weird beer. Mm -hmm. And that's what people want from us. So This week, we yeah. didn't put on a new can. Right. Right. And we didn't put on we put on our West, our classic India Pale Ale. And if I was, you know, let's just say I only existed in Pittsburgh beer mm -hmm. online. Let's say I'm that guy. And they say the hypest, weirdest, adjunctest throw, you know, vanilla and milk at a beer place finally did my classic IPA that I've been online rage screaming about <laughs> my entire life. They didn't show up for it. Yeah, none of them did. Mm -hmm. We had one, we had a very low weekend in sales because it was an off week for us. We we're just like you know getting our canyon line up and running, figuring out what we're doing for our four year. Every one of the people that say like traditional classic West Coast IPAs done well mm -hmm. is kind of full of shit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and a great you know that's my hot take I mean, part of it. That Dave's going to comment know, back. Well, Dave's I don't know that they're, they're full of shit, but that's not what they want to see from us. Right. Yeah. Right. I, sure. They, I sure. Mean, yeah, you've definitely carved out a niche of. You're expected we, to do these yeah, crazy things. Exactly. But we, there's, I mean, you do a lot of other things just as well. Yeah, we have like, almost half of our beers are always traditional. Right. <laughs> what <laughs> ends like, up what happening is that, like, you know, a group of people come, and there's one or two people in that group that want the crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And the other people there, they, they drink to the traditional beers. Right. They still you find know. something mm -hmm. on the tap for themselves. Yeah. And thankfully, they, uh, they enjoy them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, well, like I just said, you do it well. Like I mean, your your single hop Strata is probably one of the most revered IPAs I can think of. Thank you. I think a lot of people really love that beer. And you make me make it again when you keep talking about it. That's yeah, all. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> hey, angling for things. Uh, <laughs> and, and we'll, always hustling. Yeah. I've, I've always said here uh, not to hijack because you know I will do that, um, <laughs> like endlessly. We give you say. Mm -hmm. If you come into my tap room and you talk to me about a beer you want, you'll see it eventually. Yeah. Uh, with respect to Colleen, the bartender's been here for like three and a half years because she didn't get her bean flicker IPA that she wanted, <laughs> which is by shorts, which is she wants a, like a blonde coffee beer for like a thousand years. It just doesn't fit in the time and schedule, and, <laughs> like what we're up to and everything. And I really just like, like what beer did you never make? Get her a spoonwood and slap on an abjuration yeah, sticker. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> it's great beer, actually. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's fine beer. Yeah, I was fucking yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's fine beer. Fuck, I mean, that's right? no. yeah. You can say fuck. Okay, thank God. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let's get into one of the two things that you mentioned already, Tom, about you know, with turning that corner, and now you know this week's a little bit of an off week for you, as you feel. Uh, but, bad weather and weather. It's Pittsburgh. So, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. The weather's starting to get bad, but you're talking about you're getting your canning line up and you're getting your uh, self ready for the four year anniversary. So let's talk about the four year <sighs> anniversary. Wow! What do you have oh planned? Because uh, if you're not if you're not wiling out this week, you're obviously wiling out in the coming weeks. Yeah, if so you see us, us about if you see us like pull back a punch, yeah, you know like the special move is coming, right? Here comes like, the haymaker. Like all the stars are gonna get spent. Like when the select the button was pushed, <laughs> is gone. When the tide rolls out, <laughs> the bigger wave comes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll we'll so we'll we'll drop some of the beers for sure. If you, you want to um, announce one or two of the four, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's full of beer. What's well, actually 
actually seven, probably eight. So yeah, we'll we'll drop separate beers. We'll drop a couple. Of them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, we did a cashew quad for the four. Yeah, so it's I was I was gonna say he went four right four. at that yeah. one. That was like, it's like immediately disrobed there. So I worked on my abs. Didn't <laughs> uh, <laughs> even give me time to get my that, singles out. That beer, <laughs> right, right. That, beer really, money, that beer's really fun because that was like one of the oldest beers that Abjuration has made, and yeah. we have not made it for a long yeah. time. I remember it. I remember enjoying it. I remember missing it. But we slapped it miss hard. Miss no too. more. Yeah, miss no more. <laughs> and well, we have a new system here at Abjuration. So we have a three and a half barrel boil kettle, a four barrel mash tun, and a seven barrel HLT that we added into our classic one barrel system. So now we can make a gar- uh, gargantuan level, sorry, of uh, these beers, which are high ABV. Right. We positioned so, ourselves <laughs> to be able to make high ABVs. Yeah, which is fun, and so yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, this should be seen as a shots fired yeah. sort of are, understanding of what we're doing here. Are they still going to be in the Grenado cans? Then we know we're going no, to bottle yes. it. Twenty-two we're ounces. Bottle it. Bottle it. Yeah, we're bottling Shareables. it. Yeah, we're bottling it. Yeah, these are the questions. Yeah, this is actually a third in our dark chemistry series. Yeah. So uh, we have a, an amazing guy. Um, Dave wanted to talk about. Uh, Doug can't remember how to pronounce net. Nadeski. Doug something Polish. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Pierogi. I'm not from Pittsburgh. They're hard. They're actually very difficult names. Doug, we love Doug you, is though. an like, incredible tattoo artist. And uh, it's just been, uh, he like just did this initial Taylor's coming in. Salvo. Come on in. Come on, Taylor here. You can uh, just talk to Just did an initial salve. His name is Doug Nedzetsky. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's a pierogi served with every time you say it. Yeah. <laughs> so. so he he salvoed us with a bunch of art, and there was a particular one we were sitting on, and it just makes sense for the anniversary. So I don't want to give it away because it's pretty fair cool enough, art. Fair enough, fair enough. It's, yeah. pretty, it's yeah, pretty yeah. cool art, Yeah, you know. But, uh, yeah, the, the cashew quad. Uh, then the triple IPA, right, triple. Mm. If you want to get fancy with pinking out, triple. Yes, yeah. yes, so we I did do. The, we, triple, yeah, triple, we did that quad, last man. year. Felt to do it again. The, the quad mates on this four year. You got to do, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, quad yeah, yeah. something for the yeah. fifth year. We're yeah, just gonna yeah. shoot alcohol into your face. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> you get to drink from the survivor. Fire hose. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Could you HF? No. So we did a triple <laughs> uh, IPA, which for us is uh, horrible. Because we lose so yeah. much to the hop part. Yeah, we Ooh. just dry hopped that before we started here. And it was right. like 12 <laughs> pounds of hops in such a small batch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 how much hops per barrel? Infinity. Yeah. We're actually just going <laughs> to squeeze it with our hands and into everybody's mouth, and you get one droplet of, of beer. Like a ketchup packet. Just yeah. <laughs> like, tink! And then it hits you, and your head explodes. And, uh, you know, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Dude, 2023 um, sounds sick as hell. It does. <laughs> right? So, Feel me, baby. Yeah. Just blow your head up with hops. <laughs> Let's hope we make it that far. Yeah. We're gonna, it's so a I, rebreather. I think we should give them like the... Like a neti other, pot of hops. I think we should give them the other can, but then leave the unit testing. Okay, we can if you want. I mean, I actually, I think the unit testing is like what I think is what we do here. Uh, yeah, but so I wouldn't tell I'm them that one. Let's so, give a little yeah. bit, a little bit of secretive. But, but, but we can tell the audience that there will be a unit testing here, and that's yeah. where you guys <laughs> bunch of sours. Yeah, you guys <laughs> have you guys have a bunch of things special on tap. Yeah, and yeah. you you essentially A B C D test. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> what is popular and yeah. what may make to a big can release in the future. Yeah. But uh, we've learned so much from that series. That's cool. Well, yeah. well, we've 
consider about our our anniversary parties is to us it's the best beers of the year. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. think about what we so made the a previous couple year. Coming back from the year, that and we we always try to like shove those back. So we bring back what we think is our our ancient favorites. Mm-hmm. Right from the before times, yeah, and then uh, we always want to put on a couple of our bangers, and that way, the uh, double vanilla cookie is one of our ancient, like just tough kids, like that. That beer well, is so good. That was for that was for Cookie Table. That yeah. was sort of Ryan wanted to see that one come back, and mm-hmm. you know we kind of thought that's what he wanted to see come back, and yeah. he's like, yeah, that's what should come back. So yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm just happy now that we we can like essentially tap into things we that uh, the people want to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't have a stairway to heaven before. <laughs> you know, and now everybody's like, you know, very willing to, you know, let us be. Oh my goodness. You now you can play again. the hits whenever somebody asks. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. Our pumpkin beer sold out in seconds. <laughs> everybody talks shit about pumpkin beers, and ours sold out so fast, <laughs> I wanted to brew it again as soon as it sold. I was People like, talk shit on bad pumpkin beers, is what they yeah, talk shit on. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right on. So there, there's plenty of good pumpkin beers. Yeah. I bought a Lancaster baked. I still like that one. Hey, money <laughs> talks. Money yeah. talks. There's a time yeah, and place, too. No, right. and, it, like, and we actually release our pumpkin beers in season, which is, you know, almost heresy yeah. at this point to put a pumpkin beer out in October. Yeah. Thank you for that, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> How you should do it. You're very welcome, everyone. Yeah. Uh, however, Dave, you did tease. You said uh, you were going to announce what the other can was. I'm not going to let that go. I'll throw this one in there. Uh, so one of our most popular candied sours was the Pink Star Burst. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Pink Star Burst is coming back. Yes. Nice. But? But it's a double version. So Ooh. we've been holding on this for a while, so it's 8%. Jesus. And it's Pink Star Burst. <laughs> well, you just so. made Adam's day, and he'll be here for yeah. whatever, how long you're just, open that I day. I enjoyed the <laughs> hell out of it last time, so... It's coming with like like a, a flurry of blows that you're just like, whoa, it did me. So like, wow. So wow. this is going to be an Uber day is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hearing. So what, for <laughs> us, uh, we, we went hard on it. We, we, we actually think this is our like thank you party mm. more than anything else for the four years. So mm. like we couldn't be more humbled by everybody who got us here. Like the pandemic was tough. Yep. And everyone that loved us kept us here. Mm. Like we wouldn't even be able to talk to you right this second if – literally hundreds of people hadn't made made it happen on their own personal efforts and i don't even know like i mean i'll just start weeping weirdly online you know what I mean? like, <laughs> but it's whenever somebody you run into them in public and you, you know what i mean like they see you're you know wearing some abjuration gear you know because we have a little swag that we you mm-hmm. know, wear around day to day like oh my god i was at uh Macy's, and he was like, what do you know about abjuration? The guy said, I was like, well, I own it. I own it a little bit. He's like, oh, my God, my friends were there, blah, blah, blah. And he, he told me the experience he'd had. It's like, cool, man. That's the fucking greatest hug. Let's bring it in. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, and it was, or elbow bumps if that's what you're comfortable with at this time. No, just, you know, I mean, I can give you a nice big thumb up. Yeah. You know? Wherever you're at in your pandemic. <laughs> well, like, you know, in your pandemic. No, it is, everybody. Though. It's everybody's no, subjective experience I would now. say it was uh, amazingly, it, that's so prescient. This this was a thing we got to go through together, but we all did it one at a time. It was It's really amazing, and I think we're, we're, we're far too susceptible to the negativity of our experiences because we think it's just us, mm-hmm. you know? And Dave and I were here April of last year. We, we canned off everything on the taps, right? Yeah. And, 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 oh, we and, thought we were fucked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's over. It was game over, man. It was good times. Yeah. yeah we got to run. It's, it's okay to bow out. Mm-hmm. You know, plague hit. You know, whatever. Lose your dream. You know? And what happened, Dave? Everybody came and bought all the fucking beer we canned. Yeah. <laughs> One of our biggest months ever. Yeah. You know? Everybody literally rolled out. Bought it all. They bought yep. it all. 
there was none left. They were like, keep making more, guys. Mm. You, know, you know, we're here for you. I remember those days of, you know, a couple breweries, you know, like you guys and a couple other ones, they had to switch to canning immediately mm-hmm. and could do nothing but can. And then they just had no beer like because they were selling it all. Such a great segue. Yeah. And yeah. I can't wait to talk about the next thing. So <laughs> we got a Gosling, baby. <laughs> I bought a car's worth of canning machine. <laughs> Y'all fools now. Like, we're going to drop cans on you. It's going to be in your giant eagle, your mom's basement. You're going to come in. She'll be like, I cracked a fresh boy for you. Like, what? Oh, no, it's an abjuration. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> so guess what, everybody? Creekside is no longer the, <laughs> the only spot to get cans you know, aside bleep, from the base. There will be more. And, uh, I mean, and you know me. I'm not, I'm not a real faithful person, but yeah. God bless Creekside. Oh, yeah. No, oh, Creekside, yes. Creekside's uh, wonderful. Uh, big shout out to Tyler uh, Azar, uh, really great guy. Uh, and that place is, you're going to see us distro out through our model through them probably. Uh, I, I, we're always willing to talk to other corporate sponsors, mm-hmm. you know, as they say. <laughs> but uh, we're really happy and that we get to self-distribute and p- choose who we work with. Yeah, uh, We've known some monsters. <laughs> and now we only get to deal with good people. Uh, right. Mike's uh, beer bar. Mike's beer bar is fantastic. Yeah, no, that, that guy is Mike a is. fantastic motherfucking human being. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cuss about it. <laughs> I'm a cuss he about came it. in here on the raw. He was like, I'll buy him a like, straight up customer price three, four Damn. months in a row. And we're yeah. like, dude, we just can't cut your break. We don't have that much money in the budget for distro. He was like, I'll take it. Like, I went there, had dinner, loved it. Like, yeah. I mean, I used to work at Mullins yeah, across the street Mike's as a, a bouncer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's real people. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we were doing the uh, keg for fresh uh, barrel and flow. Barrel and flow, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> fresh uh-huh. dot, 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 <laughs> barrel and flow. And, uh, you know, that we're talking fresh about fresh festival it. barrel and flow. <laughs> right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Look, judges are real. Yeah. You know, uh, Dave Brace is a good dude. Yeah. We love everybody. And, uh, you know, that was one of those ones. He came out. We actually talked about it. I was like, well, what do you want for this? And we didn't have a keg price. Mm-hmm. We only sold six tools. Yeah, we never right. sold. We never, you know we want, yeah, we had to give him a half barrel. We never sold a half barrel. <laughs> I was like, uh. And we're like, really like, like, uh, dot, dot, dot with him. And he goes, how about this? And we're like, yay, yeah. we'll do that. You yeah. know what I mean? He's a good dude. Yeah, you know, he's know what he was talking about. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Guy. Like, the, the, you know, how, how, you, how you actually. I, you know, it, cut the kid apart in the Solomon story. He's also got one of the best lineups right Ooh, now. Just absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Beer, like, we curated best beer in Pittsburgh as uh, as far as a bar goes. I mean, yeah. everybody Show get, me who's better. Yeah. That's I saying. mean, local-wise, where you could go I'm not go driving to the south get, side. They're all garbage. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's good bars there. <laughs> but you're, uh, yeah, you're right. Like, we had Mike, like, before the pandemic. They, that was just an episode we did before the pandemic. But, uh, like, I've been there since. And the, the the hard switch they've done for featuring local and just stuff yeah. all over the place. Like we've had, uh, I had some Arbor, uh, like Arboretum down there yep. on mm-hmm. tap. And like Arboretum, it's not it's not easy to find. No. <laughs> and it's still a guy in his garage. <laughs> but, you know, it's something that you can get there. So, yeah, like Mike's focus on featuring the beer of Pittsburgh and like the way Creekside kind of switched themselves as well to also just... Like, really hammer home local beer. Because that's yeah. where I got my Arboretum. Yeah. It was at Creekside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, just, it's yeah. a maturation of the market, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Seeing that, that, seeing more places having that local push and not just a bar restaurant, an actual distributor. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, distros and restaurants are seeing like how much a lot of the term shelfie gets thrown up a lot. But I think they're seeing that real effect of local doesn't want to be a shelfie. 
You know, there, there, there are things that become shelfies simply because you think it's always going to be there. Like delirium. I like delirium. But you can get that anywhere. Exactly. I can get that anywhere at any time. So I don't care that much. Right. It's, it's the scarcity of new local that you have to go out for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, we wanted to... You, Tom, you mentioned how the anniversary is your thank you for the people. Every year. So, so yeah. yeah. Uh, well, year I, three felt this exact same way in that way. And it's almost now like... To me, I want everybody to think like the Saturday after Thanksgiving, just come here and hang out. Yeah. Like, I mean, because there's not that many people in Pittsburgh here that aren't like literally stuck in their house watching, you know, some streaming service. Right. Streaming service for college football. You can watch, got something on the great big screen here. But if you're, you know, if you're not doing anything, come on out. We love you. We can't wait to see you. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Blue Sparrow is going to be here. They've been with us now for three years on our anniversary. Good food. And we were talking to them, and they were originally not going to be able to do it, and then they could do it again. And we're going to park them in the beer garden outside. It's just going to get so sweet. A it's hard weather, not to get emotional. the weather cooperates a little bit for the outdoor. We're talking cold. to a tent guy tonight, so we're gonna have some <laughs> yeah. outside seating. And then the whole inside is ours. We have the movie theater, the whole the front. If you're a abjuration person, you've been here before. Yeah. Uh, we have the entire inside space. We're gonna be playing movies in the movie theater. Uh, we want you to walk around, have beer, talk to friends. You know, I mean, uh, it's. I think the most intimate part of our year, really, because mm-hmm. you would think, you know, it's, oh, it's a big event, and like. But uh, I'm going to be bartending, and my girlfriend's bartending with me, and like we're just, it's it's our family. It's it's, our, it's actual give back, and it's it, it's weird because you make a bunch. Most of, beer of the for staff it. is here drinking too. Yeah, and it's we do our little staff party afterwards, and we hang out, you know, for about 40 minutes because everybody's already <laughs> been here for 20 hours or whatever. We're all just exhausted, but you need some moments just you know to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost our Christmas party for the year for us, but yeah. you know. Um, and it's just, I don't know, man, you get humbled more and more about the people that care about what you're doing. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> you guys have like faithful listeners and they, they, they feedback you and they tell you what's up and they like, right. they and thank you for what you're doing. And that hurts almost a bit. And they get mad when an episode doesn't get, you know, yeah, put out e- on time. We get emails when yeah. we don't do the thing we are supposed people, to do. People get antsy. Yeah, yeah. they were there on their Peloton and they, they listen to you and they mm-hmm. have to listen to an older one instead. Yeah, we of fucked up their fresh. week. Yeah. <laughs> there are a surprising amount of people that listen to us in the shower. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I hope they're lathering as I speak. Me too. Well, <laughs> like, you know, loofah deep, like peck, upper peck. Well, you know I mean, get it, get it I can it. tell you for sure. You're right now talking to Dennis and Adam Bashline. So, <laughs> okay, go lower, gentlemen. Go lower, <laughs> way lower. Yeah. Like, get the good stuff. You know what I mean? Make your make your ladies happy. You know, clean it up. You monsters. Clean yeah. it up. Make it not stink. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like go twice. You know what I mean? Whatever you got to do. You know. Rinse, lather, repeat. <laughs> it's right on the like, bottle. No, I mean, you know, those are good people. You know what I mean? All right. Well, let's come back, and I'm going to thank Dave and Tom for this classic IPA because that falls right into the styles that I like. Thank you. I enjoy classic IPAs. That's what I like. But, uh, yeah, just a couple quick notes on it. It stayed fresh. It stayed, like, I mean, it doesn't really change as it warms up. It was just very bright, very floral has a strong bitterness to it, but it has flavor all throughout. So it's definitely distinct in it in the way it presents itself, and it's not going to come across like, I don't know, if you're looking for a soft, hazy time. This ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. It might be up on the list, but this ain't it. <laughs> uh, the other thing I would mention is it does have a good bit of hop residue to it as well. The, the hoppiness sticks around on your tongue for, for quite a bit. I still got some hanging around. Uh, 
But yeah, it's a good representation of a good classic quote-unquote West Coast IPA. I know uh, we talked about we don't really use that term much anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, if you are an old head like us and you like IPAs, get this beer. Bar none, get this beer. The the door's wide open. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't had one, like, I mean, you got to remember, a lot of these kids are coming in now, they're 25. Mm -hmm. They've only ever had a New England IPA. Yeah, they've never been around. They're confused why it's clear. (laughs) They're like, is something wrong with this beer? I can see through it. Like, 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 like my friends are on the other side of it. What is this, lager? (laughs) It was like, the actual fuck is a crispy boy, but it's it's an IPA. I don't know what to do here. You know, and, uh, you know, because New England did stole the style. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? You kind of blow my mind a little bit thinking about that. There are now newer generations that, that's what they grew up with. Yeah. That's how they entered the market. Yeah. Was yeah. with all those hazies. Think about even particularly in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People Absolutely. now that are right. old enough to drink and mm-hmm. since Gnome and Grist and all these people have been open, that's all they know. Right. That right. was right. that was the IPA. Yeah. Especially yeah. in Pittsburgh, it was New England took Literally, yeah. it just it killed everyone. It was like if a zombie plague hit, it was New England, you were all dead. There was no survivors yeah. <laughs> of the New England plague that went through Pittsburgh. If you, if you yeah. turn 21 in 2016, you've been drinking hazies for five years. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a that's a MF in fact, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that drink beer in Pittsburgh care, give a shit, drink a bunch of them. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, everybody is into Pittsburgh beer, and they have a lot of them. It's a beer town where you get a bunch of variety and you get so much good beer, you actually get a pretty decent opinion just in a couple months. Mm-hmm. So I would say we actually have the benefit of having the best beer drinker in America. <laughs> oh, just there saying. you go. <laughs> I think the Pittsburgh beer drinker is the best beer drinker. They really are. You're wonderful. I love all of you. I give you all a hug. Nom, <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Get the squeezies. Well, there you go. And with that, we'll take a break. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Take, take that warm feeling with yourself for the next 30 seconds. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to have a second beer by abjuration. Yeah. We're going to get into something that Tom mentioned as well, the beer garden. We're going to talk a little bit about that and how that came to be. And we're going to just talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, their expansion and the new staff, perhaps. So, yeah, stay we're, tuned. We're going to have us a time. Yeah. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. It's episode 227 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we're still here at Abjuration. Fourth time's a charm, uh, maybe four and a half, because they did appear on our Christmas episode for 2020. Yes. They were part of the 12 guests of Christmas, but we weren't here in the brewery. We weren't really drinking your beers that much, so I'll give you four and a half. (laughs) I feel it. I feel it. And not only that, uh, we've had their beer on the show. Yeah. Uh, without them? Yeah, uh, we and sure. listen. We do listen every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually I was gonna mention that a second ago. Uh we really love that you guys still like talk about us with you know in your normal content because yeah, we're so means- little, like for you guys to talk about what we're up to, it means a lot and a lot of our beers aren't your standard style. So we, yeah, we, we don't need to be prodded can. to drink good beer. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's if anybody who's really listened to this show, they know probably our most drink breweries are Abjuration and Hitchhiker. Mm. 
just good they, people. They just it just what it's just what happens. Hitchhikers got a lot of good stouts. You guys have a lot of good stouts and other things. And it just it's just what how it shakes out. If you don't like that, I don't know what to do with you. I would steal <laughs> I would steal Andy if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come work for us, big guy. <laughs> I'd have to do the lottery or two, but we'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, just a great energy person. Like, we go to the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild. I still love the camaraderie there. We're talking to everybody in the room. We have, like, our little corner now because we bring a bunch of people. <laughs> and we're a little bit rowdy, you know. But table. you're supposed to be, I guess, right? I mean. Can't get here. <laughs> say, <laughs> would, would you say, like, I would still think the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild is still, like, some of the most fun we have every year. Sure, we have fun, but I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, then uh, you can comment on the second beer that we're drinking. What do we have in our glasses now? This is the uh, cotton Ooh, candy sour. Like cotton Can- candy. It's our candied sour. It's probably the most I'll drink uh, of this, this beer. This is actually. 1.12. The 1.12 is yeah. uh, cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, probably, Thomas probably never had this beer until right now, possibly. Really? So this is, oh, this is an exclusive. I believe that's a factual statement. He really avoids some of those. Uh, but yeah, cotton ah, candy. So. Okay. I have uh, friends of mine who drink it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting at the table. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, you can smell it from waist height. Yes. Uh, it's got a great aromatic. Uh, the only thing I would say that's kind of disappointing is this one will probably be gone fairly soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because after the show, I'm just going to yeah, stick my head underneath I, yeah, the tap. Yeah, I don't I don't ever like putting beers on a podcast that's going to go away, but... If you if you need somebody to be mad at, be mad at me, because I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I backed you up on that, too, so... Ooh, it's really good. I mean, it's it a really little good. bit of a... It, this was a tough chore to get, like, cotton candy, folks. This cotton candy is just, like, sugar flavor. So how did I mean. you get that flavoring without pulling the curtain back too much? A lot of cotton candy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually put it in the things we say we do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, that is true. On your website, yeah. you can see all the recipes. You can yeah, see um, how That's definitely is. been dialed back, yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. We're about 120 uh, in out of 300. Yeah, so. and we, yeah. we stopped putting them out there, but like, you know, I, if we say something's in there, we put it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we do bump in other ways, but most of the time we use whatever the actual ingredient is. But Cotton candy is like, you think cotton candy is natural? It's like it's not a natural thing. Full disclosure, I started drinking this before the segment even started. Yeah, you're about halfway through now. Well, that's because it got sat down in front of me. <laughs> and like you said. We have more, though. We yeah, do. Oh, oh, don't worry. I'm eyeing it up. But uh, it got sat down in front of me, and I could smell it as it was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help myself. <sighs> yeah, that's awesome. That's and awesome. It, it, it has a real sweet nose to it, obviously. And it smells like cotton candy. To taste it, though, it, it tastes almost like cream soda. Because cotton candy is very mm-hmm. vanilla-heavy yes. anyway. Yes. Yeah. So it has like a very cream soda, but sour, but not... I don't want to say sour. Tart. No, tart, yes. Tart. It is not sour. Yeah. You don't so, get the full jaw tingle yeah, going sour, on. Yeah, sour sounds too harsh. It, it's just like a tart cream soda that's... yeah. We've done uh, a cream soda before, yeah. and you're probably going to see one again very shortly. <clears throat> Two weeks. A, <laughs> a lot of our uh, candied sour series has that... Nice balance mm. of the sweetness of whatever it is mm-hmm. with the sour, and it ends up finding a nice equilibrium. Uh, some of our other sours can be the jaw, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They really get you. Yeah. And, w- and we like that, and some of our customers like that, but, you know. We do play a, the full range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we do need to be cautious about that because the way that we sour we can make it really really sour like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like sour yeah. sour you know pull the ammo off your teeth yeah say so have have you made one where you just pulled all the stops 
And went 10 tenths. Well, so we, we used a bunch of lemon uh, puree, and a bunch of those are just, they go gangster, that civic acid. <laughs> Playing in, with the sour base, mm-hmm. it's a bad fucker. I mean, I mean, uh, the, I guess the pink lemonade. Yeah, we've definitely done them where they've been extreme, extreme. I think that the margarita sour that we have now is, because yeah, it has, the idea was to add some lime. It's not up there. We have oh. like a couple of cans left. It is like, Melt the enamel off your teeth. I was gonna say sour. that that silence of me was quickly <laughs> shooting my eyes to the uh, the menu board. There. We we have, we have we probably like a half case of that left. Yeah. Uh, it is melt the enamel off your teeth sour, and some people were into that, and oh, some you, people but. are not. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That one we used agave syrup and love it. We salted it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think it was a little bit too extreme for people. Not that I think it was a yeah. really good beer for what yeah, it was, right. but it was a little bit of a learning learning experience. You for can us, blow the so. customer out of the water with yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they they can't drink four; they can drink one, right? Maybe half it, a one. It, share especially with a if they don't fully understand what they're getting into. We call it practical joke beer in the original days. Yeah, and we don't like to make practical yeah. jug beer mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, we try to make approachable beers. So, like our chocolate uh, hot pepper stout is definitely something you can like enjoy the heat of. But unless you do a pint of it, you're not going to get burned off. Mm-hmm. You know, but by by the time you get a pint in, you're like, oh, okay, yes. okay, I get it. No, yeah, that, one, yeah, that one does yeah, get you, know. especially this this time around. This, I would one, say this one's got some heat. Eight ounce, or you're probably like, unless you're a hop head or hot head, rather. Sorry, excuse me, mm-hmm. not triggered. Uh, you're done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're using ghost peppers and tobacco. So I'll be drinking a gallon, but and, yeah, <laughs> and it came off really well, nice. The mole was yeah. really there. The mm-hmm. chocolate. And pepper synergy was mm. entirely there. Oh, those ingredients, though, like they're, they're so like they change so much, right? Yeah. It's hard to judge what a pepper is going to be spice wise from yes. year to year. Yeah, have from, an amazing right, purveyor. Hell, yeah, a pepper, we, a pepper is we, exactly. What's, what's exactly. Your name again? Uh, Heat Forge is uh, is our guy. Okay. Um, we we met him actually at uh, the North Hills Homebrew. Oh, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. He does and like we, fifty varietals. Oh, he's got all kinds of well, stuff. We we gave him our uh, Carolina Reaper Peach uh, beer, <laughs> and he was very happy with that. So. <laughs> good people, good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, you guys obviously have an eclectic mix on your menu, and because of that, it's helped you grow. And now you've grown to the point that you have a beer garden outside. What? No building can contain it. <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tell us about how, like how did that come about? Like what got you guys started down the road? Did you need any special licenses to like open this up? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you need licenses to expand like that. We sort of always had the idea to take over that side lot, but. You know, it just hit us one night. What if we cut a hole in this wall right here? You know what I mean? I think it, at first it seemed kind of crazy to us, but then when the lot finally fell in our lap, it, there's a lot of people that deserve some credit for that lot coming into our lap. Yeah, but that was the, the, we were that really, 2.0, one of of McKee's Rocks is like a local newspaper, and those guys are very intimate with uh, Sunny, and uh, Sunny gave it essentially gave it to us at a really good rate like i mean it's almost a gift to uh, to get our beer garden in there and uh it was originally like burned out cars and like motorcycles were like torn in half yeah it wasn't helping our situation it's like we need to change this in general you know know, Mm -hmm. kids you would cut through there like 
to get home from school quicker and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And there's just like burned out cars. I mean, it was like almost like Robocop. Like, we're trying to get people to come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, in that way, it was like, you know, and you want just a better looking neighborhood for everybody to live mm-hmm. in. You know, right. so one of the things we did here is we don't want to be a reason why you lose your parking spot. We want to like be a reason why you like want to bring friends here. And like mm-hmm. what I really want people to think about McKee's Rocks is it's a family neighborhood. They, they have some bad actors because the essentially you have a lot of legacy issues with Pittsburgh. But if you're just living here, we Dave and I have been in these alleys and like two o'clock in the morning with no lights on and everything. And we just talk to friends. Everybody's normal. It, McKee's Rocks gets such a, a slam by Pittsburgh and we've never had any problems here. And I mean, Nothing. four years and in four years is a long timeline. Like, I mean, you get to tell people to cut off every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's fine. Right. I mean, I mean, you're going to have that anywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our first year we opened, we had a guy who went to like 10 breweries and we were the last one on St. Patty's Day. That's a good story. That's a good story. And then he went on untapped and said our, our porter wasn't shit. <laughs> right? And so we then, no, made was a, the, I think uh, it was something like uh, uh, our, our porter didn't taste like a porter. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> right, right. Sorry for the nuance, but right. yeah. Uh, and then, and then said these guys will be closed in a year. So oh, well, jokes on him. So we're coming up on four years. Yeah, yeah. So to him, giggle, giggle, mm-hmm. <laughs> giggle, giggle. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and uh, uh, I hope you're drinking beers in a great place. I hope yes. you're having wonderful <laughs> beers. You know what I mean? Like I hope I they're just in hope a better he comes place. Back and has a beer here again. Just yeah, we blow them away. I'll, I'll win you. I, the best. Adversaries are now maybe, friends. Maybe you know? you'll know? win him, or maybe he'll come in blacked out again. Like you, you're wishing all these things. Like he's in a better place, or yeah. no, he's just being a nuisance <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> no, for sure. And, and sorry for those people. I guess. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> for who has to deal with him now. Lincoln Ave probably. Well, I really do. <laughs> Where he goes, this porter ain't shit. No, no, no it's <laughs> a great porter. You're an asshole. Get out. <laughs> you're not wrong. Like we got some toxic people in Pittsburgh yeah. here. I won't say they don't exist. Right. Let's start the list. At the bottom in the comment section, right? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> no, but like, I mean, Pittsburgh beer is a tough town. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I mean, no, it, it, it it's tough to win, but like when you do win, you really, really win. Yes. Yeah, because like, you got you to take five haters and three friends with you. Yeah, they're. I mean, but in a certain way, if you can shut them up with a great beer, you win. Like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, here it is though, and they drink it, and they're like, "You got me." <laughs> and that's the best got me of all the got me. Yeah. 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 You know? th- yeah. To win somebody over when they weren't sure that they were going to like it or yeah. to win somebody who didn't like you at first. Yeah. That's, we that's we a great get way. new customers here every single day, mm-hmm. which is blowing me away still yeah. four years later. It'd be like, and I have to like, you were looking around weird when you came in the room. Do you know where the bathroom is? They're like, no. <laughs> like, well, welcome to Abjuration. I see your ID. <laughs> and the bathroom's right over there. Like, oh, how'd you know? And I'm like, well, because you need to pee because you drove here. Right. And then two, <laughs> let me see your ID. <laughs> and then here's the beer list. I'm like, oh my God, there's so many. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just want to jump back, though, to uh, we were talking a little bit about the neighborhood. And I think something that happened, it might have happened in between the time of the last time we were here and this time, though. But you've had a lot of new neighbors open up. And I think it oh, happened, yeah. uh, like the pizza place right next door. Yeah, La Vostra. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Black Forge, I think, was on the cusp of opening up when we were here last. They're but now they're, but now they're yeah. Death Star right yeah. now. Yeah. They're doing great. <laughs> I go there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually doing a little bit of music there. We hope to be the far end 
of music in mm-hmm. the spring here because we're going to start doing some music outside. Nice. In the uh, beer garden. Yep. That's beer open. Garden. <laughs> uh, that's a full-on plan. So we're nice. building a stage here coming up in the spring. And uh, we want to be the other end of the Roxian, really, yeah. for most people. But but like you're saying, there, the, there are legacy and there is like a history problem in McKee's Rocks that a lot of people, you know, have a poor view of it. Yeah, but it's, it's not the same McKee's Rocks as it was last year, as it was the year no, before, or when you guys not. first opened. Because yeah. things keep improving and beautifying, and you have people coming in, you know, opening up small neighborhood restaurants and businesses best, that everybody can enjoy. Best thing that I would say about McKee's Rocks is it's always been tough. Mm-hmm. It's always been tough. Pittsburgh prides itself on strength, and the kids that come out of McKee's Rocks are made out of steel. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to prove themselves any more than they've done coming up from kindergarten through graduation. Every kid that grew up in McKee's Rocks is made out of an indestructible material, Wolverine style. <laughs> and uh, they come in here and they, a lot of them are like, oh, my grandma's from here and my mom's from here and I'm back and I'm doing these things. Uh, on the other side, the far side about Pittsburgh is, uh, have you been to Club Erotica? And everybody's like, well, I would go there, but, oh, that's McKee's Rocks. Oh, I'm sorry. I did my bachelor party, bachelorette party. You're like, oh, you're going to party here, but you won't talk good about here. It's all mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of that in this town. There's probably, like, you know, three gentlemen's clubs in, this, in the city. And we're, like, far away. We're, like, a, you know, half a mile away from such a thing. And We uh, hear that a lot, though. Yeah. Uh, and and people saying. are always, like, trying to talk about, like, what they can take from McKee's Rocks, not what they can give to McKee's Rocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, a I've, very good way of putting it. I, I, Holy uh, cow! Never thought of it that way. And it, it, they, they were predatory on on everyone who lives here. They want they want what you can get from me. Like what do you got for me though? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of people like they lose their lives in the commoditization of, of who they are as people. And McKee's Rocks are just real people. We go on the street. Everybody here has a job. They work hard. They're families, you know. And and in that way, I, I've always I've been very edgy about it because when people tell me like. I see in Pittsburgh beer forums a lot. You go, y'all are garbage. Uh, like I would go there, but I wouldn't get shot on the way in. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Dave's patting me on the shoulder because he knows I'm so uptight about it. And I'm like, it'd be better if you weren't such a bad person. Yeah. But you know, and you know what? We get the best people here. Right. Because people here want to come here for a good moment, and they come here because they want a good beer, and they don't have those legacies. And you know what? It's good if you don't come here. Yeah. Like yeah, if you're the kind of person that's worried about it, stay where you feel safe, live in your life, drink your distro beer. Be yeah, cool. because they already have a preconceived notion of what this is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're not willing to drop that preconceived notion, then you're not going to have a good time here. Yeah. You yeah. have to be willing to accept that what you've been told isn't what reality right. is. Right. You're and, not you're, and we're going to challenge you with a beer. Yeah. Like my point is when you come in here if you're like a steadfast like this has to look like this thing, you're not going to be cool with the cotton candy beer. Yeah. You know, I mean you're not going to be cool with like you know, <laughs> the mole stout or you know what I mean, the yeah. liberate whatever, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and and, and, the, and the thing like we've already always talked about when we come here is like the the community aspect of abjuration in the fact that you guys share this space with a bar. That was already pre-established. Yeah, and, and a movie bar, theater that and has the so bar, much art yeah. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. The bar is also has a movie theater. The movie theater plays brand new show, uh, like movies that are coming out. You also have like a whole bunch of events going. Like you already had music that comes every now and then. You had jazz. Mm-hmm. You had stand-up comedy, and yeah. all these things were bringing the community in already. Yeah. So like y- you're you are adding to the community in that you're providing a space for you know local craft beer, real art. But you're not taking anything away because all of those things still go on here. 
It was something that, if anything, you're bringing more people in to see more local artists as far as, like, musicians or small film or, you know, comedians. We can't so. actually wait to get more art in the space, mm-hmm. like especially with outside. We're, we're going to murals, and, we want, I mean, there's so much. I want to do more visual-based arts with the projectors and whatnot. Um, I'm, I'm very happy. I You know, it's embarrassment of riches, you know. You could uh, say that but, abjuration is the straw that stirs the drink. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's nice. You don't stir beer, though. <laughs> sure you well, do. We, it's the paddle that stirs the mash, you shit. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stirring the mash is hard. You know, we're gonna can can we're I get that on my business card? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, the outside. The nice thing about the outside is it's actually us. We get to make the decisions out there. Mm-hmm. In here, you know, we, we love Aaron. You know, everything about what Aaron has done with us is, is, is awesome. And we throw great events. In, in key with him and he does great things but that outdoor spot that's well, it's going to be all yours yeah. and that's all a game your planning. changer we get to decide what happens out there mm-hmm. that's you know that it hasn't been that way you know right. that's that's the real change that is about to happen cool so cool so another change that has happened and I know on the third time we were here, <laughs> you, you had just you had just brought on John. We had mentioned him in the past. Oh and my God, the wee babe! Yeah, just, <laughs> for for people who haven't met John, maybe you remember him as Tom's helper goblin at Brutal Beer Fest. John Goblin. <laughs> that was a really great time. Uh, thanks to Meg. Nice callback. Thanks to Meg for bringing us on for that because like uh, she was instrumental in us being there, and that was coming was a really good time. I mean, I, back. I, and thank. Oh, is it? Coming back. Oh, we will need to we'll be there again if they allow us. If they allow us, we're coming right Dude, back. that was like our, one of our funnest I'll events. put a 25% beer on for that and just <laughs> fuck everybody up. Like, I don't give a shit. We man. were so happy to be a part of that last yeah. event. That was that event was like so much fun. It we was. We were not yeah. prepared for how <laughs> We dressed up in costumes. We got well, weird well, on we, it. We dressed up in costumes. We were not prepared for how awesome that event was yeah. going to be. I, th- I think, though... Like I mean, I'm pretty sure it's coming back. I can't say when. I don't know. I don't know all those specific God, things. So. Bag, bring it back. There's talks. I know there's talks. <laughs> you guys have to dress up again, though. Oh, no, you no, can't. No, no, like no. you set a precedent. We set a precedent. Yeah, you set a precedent. Now. So now you're gonna be the goblin table. <laughs> oh, we'll be dressed up now. We have no choice now. <laughs> That's the, yeah, 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 That's the yeah, easy yeah. part. That's the easy part. thought we're just like smirking at that. Like, oh, we're at the dress up. Moo ha ha. We're 20 year LARPers. We're like 40 years in LARP ahead of this. Like, like we look at this stuff, the holders. We'll, we'll build a freaking. Uh, Lasers and a base. Like, we'll, build and a, shit. we'll build a dragon costume. Oh, yeah, right. Yes. Uh, do you want your fortune revealed? Yeah. <laughs> But the, the the ADHD in my brain that was leading us in a direction is that you guys have expanded and you've hired a lot more people since then. Yeah. yeah okay, it's wow. now, it's now not just Tom yeah. and Dave, and now it's not just Tom, Dave, and John. You actually have added a lot more people to your staff. Yeah. Can you tell us more about, like, who's on um, and, like, what they're bringing to the table? On the I'm front, I let me do this. the bartending right, first. You do, all right. right? So, <laughs> uh, so we have Dan uh, as a... Older guy. He's a veteran, Marine, really good dude. He works uh, Thursday f- uh, and Fridays for us. Um, Colleen's on Sunday. Is that, uh, uh, is that Dan Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's a follower. Cicerone. Uh, ah, good for Dan Kelly. Steward of Beer, rather. Steward of Beer, too. Oh, all right. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Right? All right. Uh, really great guy. Uh, like, like, we don't talk about meat in the seat. That guy is an attendance champion. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And Colleen's been with us forever. It's uh, Nick from uh, 
Burgers Brewing's uh, spouse, mm-hmm. and uh, that she's just always donating her time. As far as I'm concerned, how wonderful she is, and um, and then the back house. I'm gonna let Dave talk about this. Yeah, I mean, so as COVID started to lean in, you know, we needed to shift to be able to can, and so we needed some people, and we put the notice out there that we needed some back of house help, and uh, we got three guys that were just game changers. Uh, only th- two of them were still with us, but the biggest change in abjuration has been these three guys. Their fingerprints are all over abjuration. I, I can't say enough about them. Taylor is is sitting there. Taylor is one of them. He's the one uh, pouring our beers for us tonight. Um, Zach, who is uh, going to end up being probably the first full-time employee of abjuration, uh, has been a game changer. And then uh, I, I, I can't not bring him up but bones for the last year uh he's dem bones brewing i think on instagram uh he's a local guy uh he pretty much just was part of the team for a year he had to step back for because you know that's what happens sometimes but yeah yeah the guy's really amazing yeah these so. these these three guys came in and basically we lifted up canning i, I don't know how else to describe it it was uh I'm sort of emotional about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, this this yeah. last year with the, with this crew. Appreciate you too, Taylor. We would not be where we are without this crew. Mm-hmm. Um, we hired everybody that applied that we got to like the well, last round. Well, it was round. tough, man, mm-hmm. because like. Uh, that, I was like, we got, what, no, fuck that. We're taking all of them. It was, it was weird because. <laughs> They're like, great we, dudes. They were they really cared. They all had a, a great. And we interviewed them all on the same night, which is yeah. even weirder. On like Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was all Zoom at that time. But like. All three of them were, and, and me and Tom, after we interviewed three, we're like, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> because all three of them mm-hmm. were just like, because we wanted to hire one guy. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And all three we were of them. stepping slowly, always yeah. stepping slowly with abjuration, never mm-hmm. go too far. And, and I was like, I, no, I, I, and, all and, three. Like, Let's go. Taylor, like, How do you what? say no to anybody? <laughs> we didn't know what to do. You know what yeah. I mean? It was... All gas, no brakes. <laughs> uh, when we had a little grant, we had like 2500 bucks we got from the local CDC because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And we're like, let's hire people. Makes sense. So that was our approach with that money was like, let's bring in some help. We need help now to be able to get cans out significantly. And it, I mean, it, it changed. It changed abjuration. That's yeah, a no. situation where everybody wins. Yeah. yeah. So this is Taylor. Taylor's going to say hi. Say hi, Taylor. I had uh, no business being hired here, but got an opportunity <laughs> to do something that I love with people that make me happy to come to work every day. It's nice to be able to do something you're passionate about with people you're genuinely happy to be doing that thing with. So yeah. I would agree that he had yeah. no business hiring him with wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's a real Leafs fan, though. That's real life. Oh. Hey, no, God a- damn, Steve. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. He's got a, he's got a Maple uh. Leafs tat. Yeah, on his <laughs> fucking body, dude. Like, Jesus. Like, would, don't show right. people that. <laughs> Let's get it on, I guess. I don't know. Like, we were going to fight we're, tonight. We're, but throw some elbows tonight. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we're going to get this. We're Adam, fight that guy. I'm too yeah. tired of it. Wait a minute. Well played. Well played. Yeah, yeah. And once he stops his soul out, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, and I think it really summed up the best. We were able to be blessed by the people that wanted to be a, a part of the basic cult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A brewery is a cult. If you don't think like that, then you're not doing the right kind of beer. But uh, when you're here, you really wanted to do the thing. And, and we, we, we felt like 
uh, fuck, we can't hire not hire everybody. You know well, they mean? were like, all homebrewers too. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, it was tough. Yeah, and so it, we brought an energy in that was uh, challenging. You know what I mean? Because Dave and I challenged each other all goddamn day. <laughs> Right, he wakes up thinking, "How can I challenge Tom?" I wake up thinking, "How challenge Dave?" Because it's naturally how we act together. And then John came in, and John's a motherfucker. John's the most challenging son of a bitch in the room. Like, well, every, yeah, every from time. for like, the people who don't remember the last episode, you had made mention that he came in trying to make an oregano beer. So yeah. <laughs> it's like it's called soup, John. Yeah. Savory is soup. <laughs> and uh, you know he still fights because we have a rule here: defend your narrative. Yeah, uh, we, we just brought a guy on uh, Tyler Perez. Uh, we got part-time from uh, Mastic Trail. He's a great kid, uh, just because I'm old. He's not a kid. He's a, he's a grown-ass man. And uh, his narrative is strong, and, and we need that. And uh, I can't wait till we have other voices. I We've always viewed this as a dojo uh, that just didn't have enough students in it. Mm. And uh, we're, we're willing to, to take people through beer here as much as any of these million-dollar corporations that do it. And we think we can give them an open heart about it. And tell why we do it. Not just what, do it because I said so. Right. But like the why we do it because you want to succeed and make the best thing possible. Uh, we were talking to the Wild Goose guy earlier. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole time is we want to make the best product for everyone. You know? And uh, if, if you're missing that, like I was talking to a friend of mine in brewing. And they were a little sad about their lot in life. And they were their professional brewer. And they were like, do you think the customers can even tell about what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? You're a zombie. Like, you've been killed. I uh, Bring in the hug. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you need to feel better about what you're doing. What do you mean? Can the customer even tell? Yeah. Like, I fucking don't care if the customer can tell what my nuance is. Right. But if they, if you know, but that's the .02 higher rating of that beer is because I cared. You know, uh, if you're not trying to make the best beer possible, go home. Yeah, mo like yeah. most customers aren't going to be as interested in the minutia. Like you have to get into a home brewer for somebody to care that much. Most customers, they, they want to have a beer that tastes good and excites them or, you know, wows them in some way. It, it turns into a zero versus one situation. Exactly. Do I like it? Do I yeah. not like it? Yeah. That's it. It's binary. Yeah. yeah. Tim Holden, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, was saying, he's like, you just care so much about beer, you freak out every time I talk about it. He used to come into Thunderbird when I bartended there, mm -hmm. just to talk beer with me, you know. And uh, you know Tim, he's a great oh, I guy. I think he's a Sobel's guy now. Uh, so with Sobel's, yeah, was a steward of beer yeah. for a while, I believe. Right. Yeah. Great, great guy, right? And then he was like, "You just geek out <laughs> about beer," and I'm like, "Well, don't do it if you don't geek." Yeah. <laughs> you know, do whatever makes you go nuts. I mean, you know, you guys love beer. You know, I mean, you geek on it every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, and so that way, when I when I look at other beers, and I see people that own breweries, and their staff makes beer for them, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you know, like cool, take your money. Oh, please, easy. please he take won, your money. He wants you that know? too. <laughs> no, I'd like to make. I would love to make some money. I would love for my staff to make the beer. I swear to God, I would, because I know they would do it with an open heart. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Because we got the right people working. Right. You know? Well, and that's part of like when you hire the right people. You hire them to fit your uh, the way you want to experience beer. When anybody hires anybody, though, like you want them to have your same uh, ethos that, to bring that into your company. You don't want somebody with just like a fucking bad attitude who's going to take direction. Mm -hmm. You want somebody who has the same kind of passion that you do, is willing to take the same kind of risks. Uh, you know, if you're working at 
like Miller Coors, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter who you hire. You get any say. You you can, you no can say. Yeah, you can right. turn it over it, at any point. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're working at a small brewery, you have to see that person all the time. You have to talk to that person. Mm-hmm. You know, as the owner, you have to interact with them and give them direction. But also, you have to know that your brewery is going to be in good hands if you want to take a vacation. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. No, you're, factual. You're, 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 you're very factual right now. You know, that's stuff's on our mind. You know, I mean, that's we're at that level where those type of talks. Yeah, because are I, very I, important. Yeah, because one of the things that I've always recognized when I come in here, and you know, maybe it's partly because of the podcast and I have a bias, but it, any any time I come in here, Tom is incredibly welcoming, and he'll talk to you and he'll talk to you about the beer, and so that's something you kind of expect when you come in here. You expect to be able to have a conversation with whoever's behind the bar. You expect to get the same kind of warmth that Tom would give you, you know, checking in on people, going mm-hmm. table to table, making sure everybody's good. You know, that's a, that's a customer service thing that Tom offers, and so it's something you expect when you get in here. Well, and not only that, you, you have that warmth, but you also have that knowledge that goes along with it as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You know, you can you can have that warm conversation, but you can also talk shop. Yeah. Dave's yeah. happy to hear you say well, all this. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, guys, we're, and I say, I've, I've said this before, maybe on your podcast, but, like, we're trying to hold on to that as long as we can, mm-hmm. you know. One of the owners slash head brewer, whoever, at the front when you come in, you know, and that's, it's really important to us, you know, so we'll, you know, we're, we're holding on as long as we can. Me and Tom both recognize how important it is for Tom to be here at certain times. Mm-hmm. And Tom used to be, you know, pouring beers a lot more and, and we've dialed that back, but it's still very important for us to have him available mm-hmm. to talk to. It, it, it is important. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is. We're we're holding on that to as long as we can. I can't promise how much longer. <laughs> you know it's really I mean? weird too, because like get it while you as can. We get bigger and bigger, and you know we, we start looking at like multiple locations mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. things. Like next year has a lot going on for it. You can't hold back what we're doing. Right. Right. I th- really am excited to see where Pittsburgh beer goes once we're in your backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, once you knew you can no longer be like, well, I, what, who? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, those guys. The, the, once, the, once you take away that excuse from the people we've mentioned beforehand who are yeah. too scared to come here, yeah. and then they can just get it at. When I'm in your giant eagle. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. They can get it at Eagle yeah. or Hampton or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Not and so now we're, yep. And that's, that's, it won't be a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Those two points. We you got know. delayed from COVID a little bit, but didn't we all? It's yeah. coming. Yeah. Didn't we all? So <laughs> sounds like everybody did except for Necromancer. They somehow rocket ship yeah, through. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but you know, they, they had a good marketing program, and mm-hmm. you know, yep. I mean, uh, Lauren's just an absolute badass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she cares so much about her beers, and uh, you know, it's a lot about want. And Necromancer, I would definitely say, has a lot of want. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can't slouch them on desire. Right. And desire means everything in beer. Mm-hmm. If, um, like, Steve at Roundabout is more of a chill guy. He, uh, you can come to him for good beer, mm-hmm. you know? He's not worried about shoving it into your face. You know what I mean? You can go there, and you can have a great beer, and you can learn something if you can manage to talk to him. And um, he can have a moment, and you can really add to your life. But he doesn't want to get into your, your, your closet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Necromancer and Abjuration and uh, Mondays, and there's a bunch of the new guys yeah. that want to get into your refrigerator. Right. You know what I mean? They want hard 
to be in what you think beer is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that want is a strong emotional vector. And I'm really excited for everyone that's in that. Uh, two phrases in there. Two phrases, yeah, um, for sure. In that way. They're great pretty much, people. Pretty much everybody, with the exception of Roundabout, we had on the show, as you just mentioned. So. Yes. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, and and, so. and, and, and uh, Dave and I created our brewery at Roundabout. Mm. Yep. Uh, between them and um, Church Brewers. Where uh, Steve was brewing at the time. At the time, Because <laughs> right? we're old. Yeah. And <laughs> was uh, and we you know we, we learned our New Zealand hops from Steve. Oh, that's, cool! I mean, that's a that's a real we we left American hops and British hops and the occasional German hops and found these uh, Australian UK variants because of our time at Roundabout mm-hmm. and uh, uh, couldn't say anything more of a testament to what he gave to Pittsburgh beer yeah. than that. Awesome. And, uh, I almost wish there was an award or something to give for, like, the Steve Award for, like, giving a shit about Pittsburgh beer because he was such a seminal part. Do I have uh, to present that? (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Get to present that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm... I could have been more blessed to know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's still around, you know. Right, yeah. He's, he's not dead. But, uh, yeah, he's not dead or anything. <laughs> he's very much but, alive. Yeah. In that way, I would definitely say that uh, my brewery has been affected by the knowing of them most. Cool. I yeah. would say, uh, of everyone in Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's awesome to hear, too, though, because, I mean, a lot of breweries and brewers can trace their roots to other places. Like you're saying, you're breweries affected by Steve and obviously his brewery was affected by church because he worked there yeah so like (laughs) so everybody take you know everybody has these building things so uh, yeah that's a really cool thing but I don't want to not mention it right in a a very strong way I'm trying to think of the best way to put it in this podcast today and I was it was what I would say is uh, a big big chef's kiss to that guy awesome Uh, all of his beers were fabu (laughs) (laughs) fabu (laughs) awesome well uh Another beer that's fabu is uh, this candy sour, the cotton candy version. Oh, we, ne- we never fully talked about it. You guys no, we didn't. We, we, we talked <laughs> about it a little bit in the middle. A little sweet and a little tart. Yeah. Yeah. Gave it a and little sweet and a little tart. all good. And a gangster ass rating on Untappd. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm not even on it. So <laughs> all I know is I know good beer I when I drink it. I my own beers. And I know bad beer when I brew it, which is a lot. So, <laughs> uh, But this is a really good beer. It, it's nice. It's sweet. If you're looking for sweet, come for this. Oh, yes. But honestly, it's not overly heavy, so you can get sweetness without feeling bogged down the way you would on a fucking big-ass pastry stout. You know, and and I'm glad that you mentioned pastry stout because this beer is certainly something that I would put in the dessert category. Yes. Uh, But it is not a big, heavy chocolate stout. They have their... they have, those. Place. They, they have those, and they have, they have those their too. place, which yeah. is, you know, usually in front of me yeah. as well. But this one, if you're looking for something that, you know, it's got that sweetness to it, but still a full-on dessert, yeah, yeah, grab this. If you're a fatty like myself, and you like to have dessert after lunch, this is a dessert <laughs> after lunch. <laughs> a digestive. A digestive. And then the big, heavy pastry stout is dessert after dinner. <laughs> after the sun's gone down. <laughs> The darkness. It's cuffing season. I don't know what that means, so I guess that means cuffing dessert beers to your meals. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Adam also does not know what cuffing season means. I'll explain it to you later. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great beer. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to do segment three. We're going to do a third beer, and we're going to play a little game. Uh-uh. Woo! Uh-uh. We'll be right back. Yes. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This A Movie have you covered. 
Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycalledthisamovie.podbean.com. They Called This A Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. It's episode 227 of the Omnation USA podcast, and it's segment three, and we're here at Abjuration for their fourth year anniversary pre-show, I would call it. Yes. Yeah, it's a little precursor. I'm so buzzed. (laughs) (laughs) Tom is here. (laughs) He thought I could live like a block away. It's going to get better. Tom is here. Adam's here. Dave is here. And I'm still here as well. (laughs) But uh, yeah, if we're at Abjuration, that means we're drinking Abjuration beer. And we're going to break our rules just a little bit this this time. Tom has convinced us to do four beers for four years. So we're going to do one beer at the top. And then one beer at the bottom of the segment. But uh, we're going to start with their breakfast cereal. And uh, Dave or Tom, go ahead and introduce this one. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, Weirdly, it's been one of, not one of our oldest beers, but an old beer. Three years at least, right? We've been making this beer. I mean, just add as much Count Chocolate as you can and lactose. You know, beer. We had a little bit of vanilla bean in there too, and the malt profile. We're very cognizant about what we use, but really, it's about accentuating the Count Chocula. This is actually a winner of our unit testings. Yeah, that we believe it or not, learn something from those unit testings. We released like four beers all at the same time. For Halloween, we did. Yeah, right. for the we, spooky cereals. Yeah, we did yeah. all the spooky yeah. cereals and like blueberry and Frankenberry. They just are just sugar, but Count yeah. Chocolate was the one you could really notice. Yeah. And I, so I remember the blueberry one. I had fond memories of that one. People <laughs> tell us always to put like, you know, cotton or the uh, candy corns in beers like, mm. a, a bunch of times oh, or the circus beers. <laughs> like, like Dave's going to recoil in horror on all the various sugars I say. And uh, they'll be like, put something in that's like a licorice whip. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, but does the customer want to drink that? You know what I mean? At least licorice has a flavor. But, right. Um, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Well, but a lot of things are like dig em smacks. Like, they just take, like, sugary like, yeah. uh, cereal. It actually doesn't have a flavor profile. Yeah, it's just sugared oats. Like- so <laughs> it doesn't actually have a being. So like, you'd be like, any number of sugary oat things could be that thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think to make so, a sugar smack cereal, you just burn some oats and then make it taste a little caramelly. <laughs> yeah. Factual. So, I, dude, I really did not want to make this beer this year, but <laughs> Tom Bullock convinced me to go at the cereal. For whatever reason, when you put cereal and beer, people think that you, know, you can sit on that beer for a long time. <laughs> and as a brewer, that yeah. drives me insane. Yeah. Like, this beer is meant to be drank fresh. And they'll sit on for like six months, a year. We and see these beers and then they check up, in like, on top. I was like, dude, like you can't give us a three after you sat on the <laughs> beer for a year. It has cereal in it. Yeah, well, right? it's real cereal, not just like you know. I feel cereal and right. I eat it. You know, <laughs> right. there's post product. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some frustration there, but Tom sort of convinced me to try it again, and I think it's one of our best iterations of the Count Chocolate beer. I think it really does give you the Count Chocula flavor more than we've done before. This beer is what it is. Uh, It's polarizing. People hate us doing it. I'm not exactly happy doing it. Dave's an actual beer guy, so he cares more than I do. I'm a chaos fucker, and I want, if it hates you, 
I want it to burn your soul till you die. Yeah. And Dave's like, no, no, we make normal beers and people like our beers. <laughs> so I, I'll say, I mean, if you're living in Pittsburgh and you know the local scene, we've already brought them up. Hitchhiker, every year they do a beer called Mashmallow, yep. which is yeah. a 10% yeah. stout that's also made with Count Chocula. Or chocolate breakfast spooky cereal right, exactly. if you don't yeah. want to get sued. <laughs> yeah. um, and we love them. They're like good it, friends of ours. So like, yeah. but it's our uh, version, their version. Yeah, but this beer is completely different from that because this is a 5% like almost blonde ale. Absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. And it, it still carries a lot of the same sweet flavors and a lot of the same chocolate flavors, but it yeah, it will completely take you off guard because it looks nothing like what you expect. Correct. Yeah. I love when we make a dark chocolate ale in a blonde body and the customer stares at me with like this like the fuck did you just hand me? And they drink it and they go, Why is there chocolate in this? Why is there chocolate in this? And they like freak out and they talk to their friends like they get excited and spin in circles. And, and to be honest, as a beer drinker I've done that myself. Yeah, you, know, they, you're, you're absolutely correct that a beer like this will catch you off guard. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I understand that it happens and it exists, but when it gets handed to me, there's always that half second, you know, hesitation of, wait a minute. Oh, no, they know what they're doing. Okay, we'll be all right. It's a motherfucker on the downstream, and I yeah. don't want to do it anymore. But <laughs> it hurts Dave harder than me. It like, that's sucks, real life. dude. It sucks. Yeah. There's no other way to do it than just put add a bunch of cereal. Yeah. And, and it, you gotta source it and then bag it and do the whole it's thing. Pain in the ass. Like, it's really that beer's really painful. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from some of these, but uh, Tom they keep dragging you back yeah, in. Yeah, but I mean, Tom, yeah. Tom, really, Tom really pulled me back. Like, well, we got to do one of them because like that was sort of our thing. And like, okay, well, we'll do one of them. And the Halloween one is the one, and it's. And so that's as we start going on to being the four-year brewery with a real adult stuff, you can't always do all the kid shit you used to do. You know what I mean? You can't just like... It's going to get harder to do some of that stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to lose that identity, but it's going to take a fucking team to make some of these beers. Yeah, sure. it, it like, used to be just like a giggle. It was like, ha, 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 you have to unwrap, you know, 30 pounds of fucking Starburst. Well, <laughs> now. <laughs> but it's not so funny when we have a fucking, if we have a 20-barrel fucking 30 system. pounds mm -hmm. yeah. to 300 and, and, pounds. And then it's like 300 right. pounds of Starburst. Like, it's, you know, it's everybody like, comes in on a we, weekend and How do we does manage it, right? that as yeah. a brewery? Mm -hmm. That's right. something for abjuration to consider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a business. It is. Yeah. It's a business. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it all the way. Give, we're gonna yeah. give it our best shot. Every chance we get. We're gonna give it our best shot yeah. doing that shenanigans. So I'll, I'll, if I can find out what they use for the base source chemical, I'll just put that in instead. Like, like you know what I mean? Because fuck you, I'll take the essence then. You know what I mean? Because we want you to have the experience you want. It's not like once you get adjunctory play just to talk real about beer because everybody wants to be like eh, this isn't like organic like okay so you're drinking uh candy melted in hot boiling water <laughs> into your beer right mm. i want to give you what you want not what you think i should do as a source mechanic mm -hmm. but like 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 make my mouth freak out right like like give me the thing i can't get anywhere else you know, and how, the, the experience I want, and like we got you. You know, mm -hmm. and if we can't do that, then we probably won't do that beer. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? We're gonna set ourselves up the right way to do what we do on a bigger scale. I awesome. would say you were already well on your way with that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. So, sounds good. Uh, in the meantime, though, we have a game pl to play. We Ed. do. Oh. Adam, Ooh, the game. Bring it. <laughs> 
So this is a game we have not played this in quite some time. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, this is a game called Nobody Asked You. Oh jeez, uh-uh. I love it. So what we do is we scour the internet high and low. Uh, we scour different sub, you know, subreddits, forums, things like that, beer forums, and we answer questions that people have posed to the general public. But nobody asked us, so we're gonna answer them anyways. To hell with them. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there are no wrong answers. These are all personal opinions. All right, we'll start off with a rel- relatively easy one. Uh, this comes from the beer subreddit uh, from user Corn1989. I fine. saw that concert. <laughs> 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 but uh, their question is, which seasonal beer can you drink year-round? Ooh. Hmm. And all three of you get to answer this. Cocktoberfest. What's in that? St- is Steve's the <laughs> other answer? Uh, oh, yeah, no. It's, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's all of us. Mm-hmm. Um... Ooh, drink. Oh, because. Say, Dave, Tom, if either of you have one. Oh, no, you know what? Oh, I got it. I got right, it. Jump back in line. Because I okay. just thought about it. It is seasonal. All right. Trogue's Nimble Giant. Ooh, ah, good beer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. That's a fair one. To me, this is so simple. I'm, I'm an Oktoberfest guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming out of that season. It's heartbreaking. But for me, I'm a, I'm a Marzen guy. Yeah. So that's. You know, What's the Trogues? I'm not gonna pick a specific one, but you guys know mm. what I'm saying. Like, What's the Trogues Nugget beer that I like so much? Nugget Nectar. Nugget Nectar, nugget nectar. Uh, could be faced fucked into me. You're saying like Nugget <laughs> Nectar season? You're just no, just about, like like, uh, like a funnel into my body <laughs> until it excretes <laughs> the other direction over time till I don't die. You know, like Fair enough. like That's Nugget Nectar beer. is my favorite beer in distro. Period. Bye. Bold statement. Nugget nectar. We've, day, we've got that recorded. That is day, in the logs. So it's a I bold mean, Mars was good. Bell's I feel Mars. like that one has come, probably come up before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a bold statement, but is it really in Pennsylvania? Not really. Not really. Is it really? No. no. <laughs> I just went to a Michigan beer festival, and right before Bell's sold out forever, so RIP yeah. Bell's, mm. uh, they had their Mars and a bunch of their other you know, seasonal beers there. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Thanks. And I would like to say thank you, Mr. Bell's. You know what? Thank I have you. another answer. Okay. And I, because, but I don't know if it's necessarily seasonal, but it was seasonal at one point. I don't know if it's seasonal currently. I'm listening. New Glarus, the, the Belgian Red. Oh. oh we had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A good friend of mine, Michael Keener, brought us that. Uh, dude, New Glarus? Yeah. Fuck off, y'all. Yeah. Y'all. Like, yeah. the best brewery in the U.S.? Fight me. Fight me right now. <laughs> like, because I want to say, what do you got? What do you got? Like, they're fucking raspberry tart. Insanity. Yeah, I don't want to fight you on that. <laughs> no, no, I love you. I love you very much. No, no, we can be friends. We can win, win together. Um, and I don't want to be like, a, I'm always a Belgian kind of fuck. And I, mm-hmm. I'm always into these kind of like, you know, lambic fruited and right. stuff. And the brewery has a bit of that taint in it. Mm-hmm. But, uh Wow. Yeah, no so disagreement. But see, I called that one because it is seasonal versus like Castile Rouge. I can get any time. Anyway, so, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, for myself, I would go with the Anderson Valley Winter Solstice. Ooh, uh, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Great cho- oh, great choice. That's an old love right there. Summer Solstice is good too. True. Well, winter Solstice. Winter Solstice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that beer. So we'll move on to our next question. Uh, this comes from uh, user Be More Birds. Uh, this is also on the uh, the beer subreddit. Uh, what is the universal sign that you work at a brewery? 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor laughed off off camera, essentially, or off microphone, and uh, that's fucking great. Uh, the mm, telltale sign that you work you at work a at a brewery. Yeah, uh, you'll drink anything handed to you and not bitch. <laughs> I would say is actually. I hope the the actual universal is that. Okay, cool, and you would uh, understand what they handed to you. I you like know. that. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends as the brewery. Like, we have a canning line now, so if we're like we're canning like the chocolate hot pepper stout, like we're not going to sit there and take all of the, you know, low fills mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll be done. Like it'll be game over by right. about three of them in. Mm-hmm. We shit in our pants like from like <laughs> spicy like you know yeah. what I mean like oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Hot yeah. But it, it, I mean, it depends on what you're doing. You know what I mean? I mean. So your answer is you take home low fills. <laughs> oh, goddamn right we do. Oh, yeah. goddamn right we do. Yeah, no, there you go. That's, that's why you work here is because you get to actually drink the beer sometimes. It's a yeah. tragedy of brewing. Every once in a while, so, yeah, honestly, I, customers, we drink our own beer. I mean, I, so to, to answer what you were saying, I would say that, like, you know, I think some of the guys who work here, like, sort of part of it is, like, that, you know, they get to take home beers. Mm-hmm. I think that is a legitimate reason. Low fills and unlabeled cans. And Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You got yeah. a, a fridge full of dinged up <laughs> yeah. and low-filled cans. All right, so we're going to move on to our next question. So this comes from user jbell85. Apparently everybody on Reddit was born in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, their question is, what's a beer you thought would be gross but was what actually turned out to be really good? The one my competitor made. <laughs> no, sorry. That's a good question, though. I, the cream soda sour to me, uh, we did a, you know, because we'd been doing our sour program, and everybody's like, ha 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 not making real beer, and blah, 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 all the other, you know, transcendental bullshit. But we did a cream soda syrup style on it in one of our unit testings. And all the customers freaked the fuck out. And I was like, wait, okay, whatever. Let me try it. Like, oh, dear God, this is <laughs> fucking pure fire. What the fuck did we just put out for these people? And we it was we're great. <laughs> make it again soon. Please. I had no idea it could smack like that. I mean, because I didn't get it. And mm-hmm. even Dave was arguing against it until w- you had it. And he was like, the customers geeked on it. Like, and it was, that was the, the schadenfreude, you know, watching yourself fall down. So to, to pull the, uh, the curtain back just a little bit, uh, Steve and I had off mic conversations about that beer. Uh, him saying, I need to go get it. The yeah. cream soda was a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it came in like strong, like whoa. The comeback, guys. That's yeah, I sent, I sent him down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't even know what the fuck happened, and I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, this beer needs to be in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, whoa. And I don't drink normally sweet beers like that. And uh, mm-hmm. Dave was hating on it. We all hated on it. We hated on that beer, but it was fucking great. I still hated on it enough that I would only let it be a, like a small batch. Yeah. We won't put it in production because Dave hates you. No, we'll see. Whenever <laughs> Dave hates Dave you, hates you as a person. <laughs> exactly. Dave no, hates no, you. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm absolutely the kidding. The reason we're not making that beer is because Dave hates you. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks your kids are stupid, your wife's ugly, your dog is like goofy, your cat is like a lame. Whatever. And you got shit <laughs> taste in music. <laughs> yeah, right. And you, all your cartoons are really goofy. Like. We'll, we'll see, guys. Every, everything's a uh, prove it. And, uh, yeah, prove concept Tom, all day. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, Thomas proved this one a little bit. Um, I didn't. The customers just jumped at it. But, yeah. 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 We all loved it. But, Dave, do you have an answer? But, what is What was the gross beer? Yeah, what was your <laughs> grossest beer? It was probably one of the botanical series. Mm-hmm. Taylor looks like he's 
chime in with his opinion, <laughs> but there was definitely some of the botanical ones that were like a fruit and a weird botanical. There was one in particular that I think we did mint and orange. Yes, you were oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, highly Ooh. rated. Actually, oh, highly rated. So oh. you play with fire. The, I was thinking like toothpaste and orange juice. Yeah, right. right. You so, would, because but that's acid-base titration, which doesn't happen because it isn't yeah, in the so, beer. So hold on. Ah. So, so hold on. So you're exactly right. This you like beer, a mojito, though. This beer fits that narrative exactly, and there's no way this beer should have been good because it's literally mint and orange, right? Mm -hmm. No one wants, like, toothpaste and citrus. No, that's hateful. Mouth, right? It fucking worked. Because I, you don't have the base. I, so I thought mm. Thomas was like all high and drunk one night and be like, well, <laughs> let's just do this fucking beer and mm. we'll just and and uh I think it was a little bit like he was just drunk and high one night. So just, <laughs> let's just do this beer. Not zero percent chance of this speaking. <laughs> but he sort of chimed in on a little bit of something uh with that profile. Um and so that is probably my beard that was the biggest surprise. That, Yay, that actually right sort of worked. That yeah. orange mint. Yes. Uh, it wasn't loved by everyone, but there was a lot of people that were like, that's really fucking good. And I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but I'll take your money anyway. <laughs> the theory is when you have it in the, in the, the toothpaste variant... You yeah. have a strong basic note, uh, right? Because mm. the toothpaste is basic. Okay. So when you look at, like, orange chicken, right? Yeah. Because you've had. Yeah. Right? We've always oh, eaten yeah. orange chicken, right? So chicken with mint is just more of a Hindi flavor, mm. right? So you look at, like, uh, if you have, uh, uh, like, essentially Indian chicken, you could definitely get notes of mint. Fair. And those things. Yeah. So I'm All actually right. off on the seven spices kick, and I come back to Dave, and I'm like, no, we're doing mint and orange. He's like, "Fucking wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, it's a classic, like worldwide palate thing." He's like, "You're wrong. Like, <laughs> not a, no one's gonna like this." And it it rolled. It rolled right pretty good. We actually got a over four on that. So, nice. so Steve, did you have that one? Twelfth hour. I don't think I actually have an answer to that because everything I think is gross is gross, and then everything. I <laughs> oh, you have to answer to no, it. So we I'll, had to answer to this. Say, I'll, answer. I'll cover your ass on this one. Yeah, uh, I'll go with the almost famous. By East End. I, pickle beer just makes <laughs> zero sense to me. It did. It did. Oh. But the, the thing is, we had had enough cucumber home brews that it was fine. Like, it didn't. It didn't. Bold. See, but to me, it, there is a distinct difference between a cucumber beer and a pickle beer. Nah. I mean, I've also had pickle beer before at um, Bring Up a Cure. You may have. I know. Well, I may that's not what have. I'm saying. It, that's why I'm saying I've I've had enough beer at this point. Oh, I guess nothing my opinion doesn't me. count. All right. <laughs> you can have yours, but I'm just <laughs> at this point, nothing is really surprising me. So put a Glock on a table, let's shoot it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. If, that, if that was your first experience with a beer with dill in it, I think it was. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I, I would have swore we had more at. Cooper's Lake. I, Cooper's yeah, Lake was like a testing let's, ground. Yeah, let's talk about Cooper's Lake where there was a lot. I really, yeah. really like that. I know, but you can still I really <laughs> like the East End yeah. pickle beer. Yeah, yeah the East End is better beer. than it had any right to be. Yeah. As a, <laughs> really like as a goza, it made a lot of sense, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you got a good goza. I mean, yeah. come on, chop sauce. We actually made one goza in our lifetime. Worst beer we ever had. <laughs> <laughs> We're still selling in cans. Yeah, we'll nine months out. out. We're going to figure yeah. it out. Guys. I'm going to throw it at people walking by. <laughs> so it, it, as I understand it, Steve, you have one more. Yes, I do have a question. 
And so this turns from nobody asks you to Steve asks you. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. But nice. I, so I, in I, a lot of ways, still nobody asks you. Right. Oh, because <laughs> you're nobody just like Thanks. me. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah, I did ha- come up with a question, though. We're close to the Thanksgiving season and, mm. you know, the holidays coming up. And I know something I like to do is I, I tend to save beers throughout the year that I want to drink with my meal. So, hate. do you have a Thanksgiving Day drink menu set up for yourselves? Do you have any bottles or anything that you've saved for Thanksgiving? Hopefully, if I close up my house, I'm going to drink my rice barley wine mm. on my porch mm-hmm. out of a beer that I've opened because I've been waiting forever to do so. But that's only for this, like, season. But I would say, stop storing beer in your fucking house for more than three months, you <laughs> monsters. <laughs> like, like, beer is better fresh but unless that, it's over 70 rice, BV. But like, that rice barley wine, I would say... It's like, going to be delicious. That's, like, yeah, yeah. one of the ones that Tom wanted to store, mm. which you guys would be yeah. into, too. Rice um, barley wine is going to be dope oh, as you, fuck. Oh, you act like I don't have a bottle at my house. I have a 64-ounce growler <laughs> full that I put for the four anniversary, and we're going to pour it off for everybody free. Oh, my God. That's I'm doing God, this. I will not. I'll be outside somewhere, like, wandering around. <laughs> we had, we had overfill off the keg, mm-hmm. and I filled up my personal growler, 64-ouncer, after I, like, washed it hard, and I filled it literally up to the very seam top mm. and scrunched it off and threw it in my cooler to age it. And we're going to put that on the four-year. So Damn. that's just an extra beer for people to have uh, if they don't want to drive home. They just keep <laughs> setting the hook. <laughs> no, no, it is that way. So uh, that is the beer that I want everyone to have this year. Um, I don't know. I was just as much going on. Could you refine the question again? Just uh, like, You answered it. I mean, okay, the, the, good. The, the, the question was, what beer are you saving for Thanksgiving? Uh, you said the rice barley wine. It is that baby boo. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. I have four also bottles uh, that I'm bringing in. So, yes. you know I mean? so it's going to be a good moment. That was kind of a, a, a secret ninth beer that we're going to have on. So you're like, how many beers are they going to have on? And like, we're all dead. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Well, we're all in dead. heaven. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, Uber home. I mean, legitimately, our, so our, our lager is actually dropping around the same mm-hmm. time. And a lager Schwartz is beer, a Schwartz yeah. beer. <gasps> yeah. It's dropping... And it will be on for the anniversary, so uh, we're trying as hard. And as I we couldn't can. be yeah. more happy about that. Mm-hmm. Is if there'll be more loggers from abjuration as we go along, but we're about once a, every month or two, and it just happens to fall at our anniversary that we're gonna have a short spear. Uh, one of uh, our really, really good customers, Multi Dave is what we call him. <laughs> yeah, been That's a really, badass name. Really, yeah. really, really been pushing yeah, the uh, Swartz beer for a while. So uh, it looks like it's going to drop around uh, mm. pretty much while the anniversary is going. So that's, yeah. Right on. Right on. Steve, I know you've got something stacked and racked ready to go. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. Don't save beers because I save plenty of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I got no, yeah, sorry, yeah. I got a Worldwide Stout from 2018. Ooh, okay. That mm. might get drank. Yeah. Some are nasty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I have the 2021 Utopias. Uh, I already mentioned Ooh. the rice barley wine. These are all things I can play around with. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, nice. Open those beers and drink them, man. That's yeah. what I, I'll, you know. I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Well, I'm but saying don't, don't, don't wait to live your life. Is I'm not uh, waiting to live uh, my yeah. life. It's no, just, not you, but I mean the up. customer. Me, me and Tom are definitely yeah. advocates of like drink yeah. those beers fresh. 
Yeah. You know, I know. I know. Sometimes you want to. You want to let them hang out. Yeah. Those but. are. De- those are the thing about those beers is they're all get you fucked up real quick. Yeah. And just I don't. Al- I don't always get to that. That has to be a holiday thing. But no. No. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I did want to give Taylor the chance to answer this question as well. Uh-oh. He's been hanging out in the back. I imagine he has something. I do have a couple of the uh, dark chemistries stowed away. My best friend from uh, my childhood happened to do the labels for them. But uh, the cashew quad will definitely be seeping its way in. And I do have a chocolate bark from last year. Mm-mm. One white <laughs> peppermint chocolate bark. Oh, oh they're mad. Sitting in the fridge from they last year. <laughs> Ooh, that's a guaranteed motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I got about two cases of Bitburger we're going to be putting away. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have those uh, yeah, they baseline, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to keep you alive. Adam, what's your... I don't care, because I'm going to be with family. Ew. It Ew. <laughs> Ew. Love you. Love you so much. <laughs> Hate I'm versus love line. here. <laughs> Hate versus love. Hate I'm into it. Love. I, they have... That Ew. was like, ew, and I'm like, yes, I awesome. knew that was going to piss you off, something fierce. Bring it in. Uh, huggy, huggy. Huggy. But no, I actually don't have anything in particular uh, because I haven't bought them yet. Okay. Because, as Dave said, buy them, then drink them. Fair yeah. enough. So we're, we're about, what, two weeks out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Once it will drop, maybe about a that. week out but once it drops, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, probably right after this episode comes out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend, you'll be doing your holiday beer shop. My shopping in that. Enjoy I, beer, everyone. I, enjoy beer. <laughs> yes. So please. Say, like, for the love of God, just do what you want. Okay. Well, you know, don't let anyone tell you what to do with beer. If it seems stupid, but your mouth wants it, <laughs> go there. That's that's way to live life right there. Come on. Like, well, we mentioned at the top of the show that we were doing four beers. And so we're going to do what our mouth wants and talk about the fourth beer. Yay. <laughs> I, have a full, I have a full one right here. Everybody else has little bitties, and I have a big one. Uh, well, then, Tom, why don't you talk about uh, this beer? What's okay. up? <laughs> so we actually have our peppers brought to us by this local purveyor. He's a great guy. Eight, and, eight uh, Forge. Eight yes, Forge. Yes. And uh, Kurt. we were able to essentially pick our pepper for it. And so that way it was like really almost an embarrassing like amount of choice with what we did with this beer. And uh, the chocolate shows up right in the front of the mouth. It's a real gangster. Uh, mm. If you're into mole style stuff, this is a bad bitch. And it comes in at like 7.9. It's a real mouthy beer for our tap room. And uh, I'm really happy for everybody gets to come in and have it in a four-ounce pour because, you know, a lot of times, you know, everybody wants to talk about, eh, what do you have in cans? What can I take home to my Nana who lives in, you know, Fox Chapel? It's like, no, you have to actually come in here and have a beer. And we want you to, like, have a moment with your friends here. This is one of those beers. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's definitely one of those ones that it takes no quarter. It's delicious. It's rich. It's it's definitely a, a, a middle-to-last beer before you leave. And I'm so happy for it. Yeah, a little, uh, little bit of the, the dessert beer going on for it, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, just because the ABV is so yeah. so rambunctious. Yeah, yeah. but it, it pairs into the mole feeling. Like I think, it, uh, as Dave said, the best in the series. Uh, yeah, one of the best ones. I've, like I've had this beer multiple times. Like well, over, versions of. Yeah, versions. Yeah, yeah. Because there's the habanero. Mm-hmm. That I think you guys started out with and did yeah, a lot of. Definitely. And then you've moved on to the ghost pepper. I don't know how many times you've done it, but I've had a previous ghost pepper version. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, has, like, the best flavor of the ghost pepper come through. If you're not in the ghost pepper, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe watch out. It's a, it's a, it's a hard, hard strike through it. Yeah, yeah. You know because I mean? sure. it's very much just a very, like, um, it, it's very roasty and smoky, what the pepper is. It does have a, a bit of a Roush beer feel. Mm-hmm. With the smoking, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, yeah that's a good, that's an astute uh, in, introduction. You can take you through a pint, and you're at tolerance, right, for your average mm-hmm. hot pepper person. Yeah, yeah. By the end of it, for a pint, so uh, four ounce pour. If you're not into, the, you know, if you're a mild, mm-hmm. you know, take the four ounce pour and be like, woohoo, golly gee willikers. <laughs> yeah, for, for even being a ghost pepper beer, the the comparison. The best comparison I can give for old heads, I guess, because I don't know who's had the beer recently, but the Ballast Point Habanero Sculpin, mm-hmm. that beer was hot as fuck. It was. But this beer is nowhere near that, and it's using ghost pepper versus habaneros, which are you know right. far less heat mm-hmm. than a ghost pepper. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not so much the heat that'll get you on this one. It's just the fiery smokiness that might be a little too, you know, it might be a little too much for you. You know what? I, I would compare this beer a lot to the classic IPA that we had earlier. Uh, in the sense that that classic IPA had that hop residue that stuck around a lot, mm-hmm. sure. this has the same action going on with the heat. Yeah, yeah. Where I it's, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. it's sticking around, but it's not obnoxious in doing it. Right. It just lets you know you're alive. You feel the oil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. You can make it go yeah. away if you drink enough. Right. But it's it's there. Well, you can make, you it, make it, it go away. It's you make yourself <laughs> known. <laughs> For real. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say, um, yeah, I mean, if you just know what the notes of peppers are, like habane- uh, habaneros are always more tropical-y, mm-hmm. little mango-y. Mm-hmm. The, the jalapenos are always more green and vegetal. And, like, and ghost peppers are much more, you know, smoky, fiery. And then Carolina Reapers. That's hateful. Yeah, they don't have. They're just it's, hateful. It's usually too just hot. It's, <laughs> it's too pain. hot to have a flavor. Pain. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's what I dabble in. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, wait, we've really, really, like, are almost like the, we're, we're so lucky to be able to use these ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, so we get to bring them to you. So. Yeah. Locally sourced. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're locally grown and yeah. everything. So, yeah. All right, well, that brings us to the point in time of the episode where we rank all the beers. Bronze, silver, gold, and I'll add platinum since we're doing four. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 did, we tried to do this before a couple episodes ago at East End. We did. Because Scott was playing us with a lot of beers, and <laughs> I just wasn't quick enough on my feet to add a platinum. Scott, <laughs> Scott just went ham. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want a beer? Here you go. Yeah, oh, he's a All right. Scott, was, he's a Scott was just giving us beer and cheese and over and over. He was a very gracious host. Yes, he's one of the real ones. <laughs> yeah. Scott rules. East End rules. <laughs> Ray pizza, Ray beer. But, uh, yeah. Good people. Apparition mm. uh, beers this week. We're going to rank all four of them, and Dave and Tom are going to go last, as is tradition. But, Adam, can you go first? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a real confident <laughs> stumble. Yes, it was. Uh, I, I think you all know which one's going to be in the bronze medal position. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, everybody knows what it's going to be. It's going to be the classic IPA. Yeah. Uh, it is not because of the craftsmanship of the beer. It is because of my palate. Uh, it is a well-crafted beer. Uh, for uh, the friends of mine that do enjoy the West Coast IPAs, I will 100% point them in the direction of this beer. Uh, but its problem is my problem. 
uh, in the fact that I just don't like West Coast IPAs. Uh, so it gets relegated to the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, I think I'm going to have to go with the breakfast cereal Ooh. ale. Mm. I like that beer. I greatly enjoy it. Uh, and one of the things that I like about it a lot is uh, we had talked about the marshmallow earlier being a, uh, a 10% sledgehammer. Yeah. This is not. No. No, this is a, this is a, five, a, a 5% ball peen hammer. <laughs> uh, but it, it still maintains that same level of flavor. It still captures uh, the, uh, the chocolate Dracula cereal mm-hmm. essence perfectly. And I really like that. But unfortunately, it's coming up across a couple of juggernauts. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the first juggernaut is the one that I still have a little bit in my glass of of this. uh, Let me get the name. Absolutely right. Steve, get out of the way. Uh, The hot pepper stout, uh, the chocolate ghost slash Tabasco peppers. I'm going to put that in the gold medal position just barely. Uh, that is a an excellent beer. I've had different versions of this. I really like this version as well. Uh, if if you have somebody who wants to kind of dabble in the spice beers, point them in this direction. It is not you know like the habanero sculpin like Steve had talked about earlier, where it is you know a hateful beer or some of the uh, home brews that Steve has brewed in the past, which is Eeyore. just you know will peel the paint off a Cadillac. <laughs> But uh, the, this this has that heat, but it has the flavor of the heat, and it has the flavor of the other, you know, other you know uh, ingredients in the beer as well. So it is it's it's heated, but it's also enjoyable, which is a good combination to hit. But platinum, I'm sorry, sorry, gotta go cotton candy sour. Oh, yeah, go cotton candy sour. <laughs> yeah, baby. I like yeah. I like my treats. <laughs> I like I like my sweetie treats. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I need all the positivity I can in this world, <laughs> and, and that beer, and it kind of lifted me up a little bit. Like, oh, everything might be okay in my life, at least for this, you know, at least for this <laughs> glass of beer. <laughs> you have a can of that left? <laughs> Isn't that cooler back there? Because I'm gonna give him one. <laughs> Not kidding. But uh, no, I I am a big fan of this beer. I'm a big fan of of your sour series in general, mm-hmm. um, but this one is is definitely uh, towards the top of the list on that. So that uh, that's my platinum beer. Fair enough. So my rankings actually do differ mm, probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> a great bit. Yeah. Nobody's surprised. Nobody's surprised. I love it. Uh, bronze, I'm Go going to put the breakfast cereal in. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have all the good beers. All the beers here tonight are good. Oh, yeah. They're all winners. It's just I, I, I find the breakfast cereal to be, I don't, I don't know. It just isn't hitting me right today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's super subjective. <laughs> are, are you using the ball peen side or the regular side? Yeah, I don't. It might be the ball side <laughs> because I'm just I'm just kind of on the fence of like yeah. I don't know. I'm not in the mood for the chocolatey cereals. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's still a good beer, and like you said, I really appreciate the fact that it is five percent and achieves all of that flavor mm-hmm. while still being five percent. That's mm-hmm. super unique, and the fact that it's also a blonde ale and isn't, you know, it just a. a Crush your nuts, you know, fucking ten percent stout. <laughs> it's it's fun to see that sometimes, <laughs> even though I love those beers. But uh, yeah, that's bronze, silver. I'm gonna give to the co- uh, cotton candy candied sour. Mm-hmm. I like the candy sour series as well. There's a lot of good things in it, but sometimes it does go a little too far for me yeah. as well. <laughs> the uh, the the Skittles one comes to mind as one that I like a lot. Yeah, 
then the Swedish fish was just a little too tart for me. So uh, I love that one. Yeah, I, I like it, and I love Swedish fish, but it's just a little too That's tart. That's where the for me. yeast hits on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, we turned it back out. <laughs> but yeah, this one I like. I like a lot, and I would I would drink it again. It has a lot of good flavors on it. Um, that cream soda taste that I got on it just made me think of the cream soda sour, mm. which I would put that in platinum tonight if I could, because mm-hmm. I love that fucking beer. <laughs> so just call that platinum B. <laughs> right. It's not on the show, but I love it. Um, but yeah, so that the yeah, candy goes in silver, gold. Ugh. Uh-oh. Now it gets tough. Yeah, now it does get tough. It's a fist fight in a phone booth. Yeah. Um, gold I'm going to give to the Ghost Pepper Stout. Ooh. I like that beer a lot, but I really, really wish it was just like a little bit thicker. Mmm. Interesting. If it, if, it just Interesting. Had, if it just had a little bit more body and chocolate to it mm. to play against the, the smokiness of the pepper... Because I would, I just, it would, it would, it would just kind of make a, a good triangle mm-hmm. in the palate. Love it. Because it, it has good two points right now right. of mm-hmm. the smokiness of the pepper mm-hmm. and then the heat of the pepper. If you just add a little sweetness body to it, I would, oof, that'd be platinum. <laughs> Love that critique. Yeah. Fantastic critique. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> we both agreed with you. Uh, he was saying the exact same thing. But yeah, overall, it's still a really great mm-hmm. style and it has a unique flavor that you're not going to get anywhere else, really. I mean, the fact that it, it gets so close to mimicking a smoked Roush beer but with not, you know, any of those elements, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, platinum. Don't, dis- don't <laughs> discount that a Roush beer won't become part of it. Yeah. Please. We're, we're going to get there soon. Please, please, <laughs> please. Steve's yeah. just going to come in here banging on, on the door with a blank check. We uh, one night. So. <laughs> please. We're always learning, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's the thing about abjuration. We're just always learning. We've got a crew. They bring us beers. We drink beers. We're always learning. Yeah. So the, those are by far some of our favorite styles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, get at it when you can. But obviously, that means platinum is going to that classic IPA. Yay! What a well-rounded beer that is. Just everything all around. It's got the floral notes. It's got the sweet notes. It's got melony and fucking fruit notes. But then it also has that nice bitter resiny to it, and it's fucking clear. God there, damn. There are, <laughs> there are several points to be gained on that. Yeah. It's yeah. like I'm sitting in 2007 all over again. <laughs> yeah, see through what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Those are my rankings, but now we go to the brewers to get them to rank their babies. Who would like to go first? Oh, man. I know. So let's say what my favorite kids we are. To, we have to rank those yeah. the the four yeah. that we poured yeah. tonight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna do the. Uh, I would say the uh, chocolate hot pepper stout is the lowest beer, even though I love it the most, Damn. just because it hurts me and I'm, I'm not down with the fucking hoppies uh, like that. Damn. Yeah. Then the I would say my highest the platinum would be the uh, cotton candy. And I'm gonna yeah. put the uh, the West Coast in the uh, the silver position, and I think we have another beer in the middle there somewhere. What was that? Who's the breakfast cereal? Was yeah, gold? breakfast series is gold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just because I really think that one. I mean, I would say our milkshake series. We got, we really walked away from it for a while, and yeah. and you know, like a year of not doing a beer style, uh, like 
every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I really think we came back to that milkshake style, and we really crushed it. But the gold, yeah. would I would say, would definitely be the cotton candy because it just is so remarkable. I can smell it from, like, you know, waist level. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's in my hand, and it's coming at me. So <laughs> it announces that's, itself. That's what I'm saying. It's the platinum. You know what I mean? So It also yeah. has a nice pink color, too. It does. It's very yeah. pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. And Dave's choice. It was tough, man. That's like... Oh, we know. <laughs> we had to go through it. It's like picking between my children, right? Well, so these they, these four in particular, my babies. I would say the the cotton candy is one. Number two is probably the. I don't need to go any, any further than that. I think that uh, I'm pretty much on par with Tom. And then I would switch the cotton candy one to be the first one, and. I don't know what, uh, what and then breakfast cereal gold, and yeah. then cotton no, candy. No, but, so, yeah, no. So, no, I'll change that. I, I would say the breakfast cereal is probably my bottom of the four. Okay. And I would say probably the West Coast is probably number two. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then chuck hot pepper. Yeah. And then, yes. then hot pepper. Okay. So, I'd say it's, for me, yeah. it's cotton candy, uh, chocolate pepper salt. Yeah. Ends on the breakfast cereal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's it's, it's so hard for us though. Like I mean, it's it sounds like you know, we're all kvetching because we were talking that's what, freestyle. That's what I want to drink. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Kennedy was killed by the Secret Service agent with the AR-15, hit him in the front, and then he rushed the cab and like you know what I mean. Like I understand how the Kennedy assassination happened, but like we can't talk about to our, the left. Our, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but our best three beers were like oh, I, I can't talk about mm-hmm. it. Right. Right. <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, don't talk to me about it. So, like, I don't know. Don't ask me these questions. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, we put you guys through the ringer far enough, so I, I'll make it easier now. Just go ahead and tell us everything that's coming up at Abjuration. Tell us about the four-year anniversary. Tell us oh, about so where people can find you on uh, social yeah, media, course. website. Tell us all those things. So abjurationbrewing.com. You can definitely check us out on our uh, every day with our weekly uh, release mm-hmm. of what we're up to. The, the There's our newsletter on there. We yeah. update weekly. Yeah. Essentially, what we're doing the next year is breaking out. You should expect to see more beer than you've ever seen before from us. If you were worried about getting a beer because you couldn't get enough of it, I can't wait to be in your house. <laughs> I want to be in your refrigerator. You're going to be staring at my beer. And you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to drink it. And then you're going to do it. And you're going to be happy. Especially going into Christmas because we have the yeah. normal beers lined up. We're going to crush this. Yeah. High BVs are coming. Like we're gonna have some gonna of you know what, of what we're talking about. Yeah. There's a couple beers that we do every time. White chocolate peppermint's coming. <laughs> They're all coming. Like the butter beer's coming. coming. Like the if you like butter beer, like fuck off. You're happy. You get, a, get a case of it. <laughs> like sit on it all year. Like drink it every 12 days or whatever you want to do. Those there. beers are coming. <laughs> like we're bringing the full thunder of what we thought Abdration could do in year five. And and thank you. Like I mean, thank you both also. You know, for letting us be on your podcast. But yep. The pleasure is on this side like, of the table. We yeah. can't imagine we love you guys, what though. we're going to do to everybody this year. It's only going to be better and better and better. Um, and it's really weird to be this deep into it, you mm-hmm. know, and just still be like, oh, you guys don't even know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's how we feel. Like, we're, we're still challenging everything every day, 
even back house. Yeah. So I and and if you're a, a local brewer and you listen to this podcast, you're like, fuck. Like, feel more scared. <laughs> like, you better, no, like, go on to a Julia no. Child podcast from 1955. Oh, no. Figure don't, out something. Cause, don't no, feel scared. Just go open a brewery in no. Beaver County. You don't. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm no, but, no, but my point is, like, I read it. Sharpens iron. <laughs> no, iron, iron does sharpen iron. Good, good job, Taylor. Yes. Like, in that way, we are only better because our friends make us better. Like, so everybody makes great beer. We make great beer. Please, for the love of God, don't drink distro. Drink something from Allegheny County. Drink something from Western Pennsylvania. Like, you don't need to drink a beer. I mean, distros are real. Like, keep them in business, I guess. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> I like, like, Creekside's great. They're a distributor. You know what I mean? Yeah. We love them. You know, and you can get good beers from all around the world there. They're great. But when possible, buy the local beer there. Yeah. You know? It, it, it's like, to the point that you... You should be able you to, to find, choose. yeah. You, you get to choose, and you should be able to find every style. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no lack of style anymore. You should be able to find the goza, even though mm-hmm. you guys don't like doing them. Other people do. Go. We'll get the next one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get them next time around. We we but, do like doing those yeah. those beers. We just can't. It's the heart for right, us. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, if that's not what your forte is, that's fine because somebody else has it covered. So even right. in the West, like Cobblehouse makes great Belgians and right. yeah. Germans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can right. find that beer in Pittsburgh. You don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah, you don't have to look that's that right. far. You just have to look and that's be right. willing to try and willing to go to some places. That's all it is. We you got can, you covered. Yeah. That's right. You don't have to buy from these people that the are coming, yeah, that are coming from out of state. The, I, there's a handful of beers that I would still buy that – you just can't get available here. A Trappist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a couple of Trappists, you know, that Belgian red from New Glarus, as we mentioned. Uh, <laughs> you know, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's open, in, open yeah. invitation to anybody that's going to Wisconsin in right. the next couple of weeks. We thank but, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you for having us. Yes, and always a pleasure. Yeah, it's always fun. Other than that, if you guys have, you guys got your social media and everything out, so come on down for the fourth anniversary. <laughs> November 27th. The band, Blue Sparrow, is going to be here. Yep. Blue Sparrow. Yeah, we have music. There's going to be food here. Yeah, music, food, Blue Sparrow. Everybody loves Blue Sparrow. Like bus eight, be- nine bus nine food. Yeah. <laughs> bunch, of beer, bunch of beers on, guys. Hope, hope to see you guys and whoever oh, sure. else yeah. can make it down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but come on down. Check it out. Take some home. You'll have a good time. But uh, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA in your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything that starts in pod and ends in cast. We're on all those platforms. But if you're on any of them, leave a five-star review because... We are at eight new beers in the next two weeks show, but they only <laughs> let us use five. <laughs> and that's a bigger crime than me having to ask, where's the vanilla oak age Belgian? <laughs> it's coming. Oh, yes. good. Well, then I'm not mad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, again, with that, thank you for listening. Thanks to Tom and Dave for coming out and having us on. Thanks to Taylor for pouring beers for us all night. Yes, you're one of the real ones. Yeah. Taylor's a good one, even though his hockey team choice isn't great. But, you know. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You know what? He stands by him. Yeah. Look, at least he comes by it, honestly. Yeah. Credit where credit yeah, is due. He, he put it on his skin, so <laughs> he's not a bandwagon That's jumper. Right. No take backsies. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Uh, with that, tune in next week because it's Stouts Giving 2021. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you then. Yeah.